write my name on the back of my belt Believe there's a God to save me from hell And dirt roads are made for country boys like me They took her baby Don't believe in politically correct She had her baby If you want a piece of me CPS taker Better have a set A rifle and a four-wheel drive is all I need Get me a rhythm! January. <laughs> gonna let him bleed today. He's going in the shop. And it's good for you. Take your Taramax today. President Business enveloped by a cloud of drones descending from the sky. That's the most disorganized. I would never let my kids read Chronicles S.U. Yep, I said, they're playing Blake today. I'll say it right to the camera. Stop it. Oh, my. Run, Blake. Run, Blake. You want to do this right now? I write to the front again for the right wing. You are fake news. And I smoke in the weed. You're going to get the Paramax out. You're going to live a clean life. Yes, I don't play on the Associated State because... You're too dead to hate radio. Broadcasting all... The galaxy. Break out the Terror Max and put your kids to sleep. Here's your host, Hank Sack. Well, I'll be a son of a gun if it's not another episode of Hate Radio happening right now. Hello and welcome to a therapeutic, calming, and soothing new episode of Chronicle.su. Lay your little heads down, let Uncle Hate Sack curb stomp all your problems away. We're doing it wet on tonight's fresh new episode of Chronicle.su Radio Hate. It's a, it's a motherfucker of a website. It's going to be a cunt puncher of a radio show because tonight the UK got flipped, turned upside down as the conservatives win the majority of whatever the fuck they call their government. A bunch of fucking dudes standing around in a room screaming and yelling at each other. Is that fun? I noticed that in, uh, where is it, Finland, they just elected a bunch of hot young chicks. What's wrong with that? Why do uh, why does it have to be fucking old, incompetent loser motherfuckers in charge all the time? All you have to do is vote, and then these fucking zits on the ass of politics just go you vote them out it's like it's supposed to be that easy and we have so many people that we could vote against or for or whatever it's like you could actually uh i don't know man there's a lot of fucking voting to be done (laughs) maybe there's too much of it right i don't know and they always uh they always word it all weird so like you know you think you're voting on a on money for a bridge, but then you just took away something from a from a school. I was uh, I was googling trying to figure out what it means that the conservatives win a majority, <laughs> but um, but I I'm in this magical zone where um, where I make too much money to qualify for bum health care. And uh, not enough money to afford actual health care. So I Google my symptoms. So I'm like sidetracked trying to fucking. Trying to find out what. You know what this uh, news is. And I've just got audacity in the way. I see this guy with a haircut. Who is. uh, It's too young for his age. 
That's the I still fuck little boys haircut that they like so much over there in England. I mean, these guys, I can just by his haircut alone, like I can, you know, he's got ugly in his eyes. And uh, tonight's show, as it happens, is sponsored by Teenage Pregnancy. You can go over to the Internet Chronicle and read all about a brand new maternity wing that they've added to the fucking uh, high school I used to go to. So, young teen moms, uh, after riding on Boris Johnson's fucking little boy face on a 60-year-old man's body, they can go there and shit a couple of patriots out and fucking get this get this shit back on track. So we'll get we'll get back to all that, but I was distracted trying to Google my symptoms because, like, all the time, you know, and, uh, like, I was getting chills down one side of my body, right? And so when I go to Google, like, chills down one side of my body, I come up with this. What does it mean when you get chills down one side of your body, right? And people are like, uh, you know, normally this will come up with WebMD telling you that you're dying of cancer or something, and it's all good, right? But for this one particular search, there's like no actual information about it. I'm thinking I've got some kind of a nerve getting pinched or something. But it it recommends this shit about like spiritual chills. Are they a psychic sign? So it could be that um, there's some kind of uh, psychic energy happening here where uh, shit is going down one side of my spine, and I don't know if it's a side effect from the Teramax or what, but, uh, you know, Dr. T said I could expect anything. And, uh, and I do. I, I expect anything and everything. I'm trying to read the chat room. Having yourself a pre-show suck? I did. I got a, got a pre-show blowjob. That's why I sound like this. Hate sec is talking international politics. Hot dog. I vote for the eight-foot. Sativa says logic in the chat. So I'm getting these spiritual chills that uh, that aren't at all cold or illness-related, according to websites. It's just a common sign of spiritual activity. And when I'm talking about chills, it's not like you're shivering, but more like an energy flows in which causes a tingling, a slight shudder, or maybe even goosebumps. So, uh, fellas, next time you get this sort of a psychic chill, pay attention, because it's probably more interesting than this fucking radio show. Tonight we're supposed to be talking about uh, the all-new Terramax, Teen Mom 2, gym teachers who play with their balls. All these stories go together once we look at the UK general election, and we see Boris Johnson with his fucking... I, I ride on a boat all the time, haircut. Oh, New York Times won't let me read about him. But then there's uh, Jeremy Jeremy Corbyn. Is that the guy with the little boy haircut? The people of this country for turning out to vote in a December election that we didn't want to call, but which I think has turned out to be a historic election that gives us now, in this new government, the chance... To respect the democratic will of the British. Who is that talking? To change this country for the better and to unleash the potential of the entire people of this country. And that is what we will now do 
and if we are lucky enough to be returned. Oh, there's a guy taking a selfie behind him. Okay. The BBC forecasts that Boris Johnson will return to Downing Street with the majority of 74. Was that Boris Johnson's voice? Is he the guy with the little boy haircut? Yeah, that's Boris. Okay. Thank you, Ham Flanks. Says that's Boris. City of Flint, best of luck getting your prepaid minutes sorted out down there at the Walmart. They'll do it for you if you're nice enough. They'll put the card in through your fucking phone. All you have to do is stand there, looking like an asshole, while someone does something you could easily do yourself. You guys like Queen Latifah? Now let's stay on track here. The, so the general election, this is like, this is, this is normal, right? This is expected. This is the slide to the right that the whole world is taking at the moment. While, while they continue to act like they're the underdogs, they're persecuted, woe is me, it's them old Jews telling me what to do. It's that liberal Jew-run media up there in the big cities trying to tell you, people like you and me how to think. And no, but it's like, you know, every <laughs> all the uh, authoritarian objectives are in play. These fucking uh, power mongers are, are in charge. Gee, you know, the guy just loves power so much, I'm compelled to vote for him. You can see how much, how bad he wants it. And so this is, uh, this is more about Brexit too, right? Because this is, uh, this is their, this is their ship on, uh, on the way out of here. I got people, uh, in the chat saying, uh, hate sex should not be talking about politics as he reads the article. Jeremy Corbyn said Labor had a, quote, very disappointing night, and he would not fight a future election. What does that mean? He won't fight a future election? Like, he won't try to prevent it? How do you fight an election? He won't fight in an election? The Brits, they got their own way of saying shit. Because they're snaggle teeth. Everything sounds so funny because of their teeth. Labor have... Lost seats across the North, Midlands, and Wales, in places which backed Brexit in 2016. Speaking after he was re-elected in Uxbridge, West London, with a slightly higher majority, Prime Minister Boris Johnson said, It does look as though this one-nation conservative government has been given a powerful new mandate to get Brexit done. Oh, dude. You guys are starting to talk like fucking Larry the Cable Guy. Who is culturally dominating whom? Over there with your fucking... Where's your Mr. Rogers? How many kids did he fuck in a hospital? He added, Above all, I want to thank the people of this country for turning out to vote in a December election that uh, we didn't want to we didn't want to do because it was fucking easier than hate radio is right now. What else is there? Hate sex says, What else? And a hilarious... Alright, so, yeah, they put in that maternity ward at the, uh, at the old high school I used to go to. When Hatesec was a young pup, he liked to vandalize and abuse the staff of a particular high school in the small southwest Virginia community of Roanoke, Virginia. 
where the county school district has installed a controversial new wing of the Cave Spring High School medical facility to include a maternity ward outfitted with beds, nurses, and counseling services to accommodate Virginia's awesome teen pregnancy rates. Good for them. Isn't that isn't that nice? A, a place for the you know for the teens cuz uh so they get pregnant at the teen center on Brambleton Avenue and then uh, they've got a, a safe place to shit out the baby later away from mom and dad a bunch of forward thinking rational people question whether a maternity ward in a high school is helpful where the counselors must split their duties between teen mom therapy and PE coach but who cares what they think if america's ever going to touch china Somebody's got to start having kids, right? Um, Roanoke, Virginia, as it turns out, is a Patriots playground and home to some of the finest biological specimens this side of the mighty Mississippi, which, by the way, uh, does not belong to anyone. That's my expression. I own it. It belongs to me. Anything ending in this side of the whatever body of water this side of the East River, uh, that that all belongs to me. Mighty Mississippi River, even River Delta, it's all mine. I came up with that. It belongs to me, just making that point. Now, why did I make that point so emphatically? I'm looking at you, Ham Flanks, in the chat, and he's not saying anything. That's because it belongs to me. And you literally have nothing to say. Teen pregnancy originating from southwest Virginia is the proven antidote to Chairman Mao's snake oil revolution. Now plug in your eyeballs because it's about to get weird. Okay, uh, later on we're going to read in the first-person perspective as if uh, we ourselves were teen moms thinking someone else's thoughts. Soon, altogether, uh, we're going to pretend we're just 15 years old, but we just had a bunch of kids at Cave Spring High School in the nurse's office. And we'll read this. After a short break, we're going to get fucking nasty. All right? We're going to be spreading open, holding stuff wide, uh, fingering and tonguing and everything in between. Okay? So I want you all to be sweet and uh, get your little dicks hard. Because when I come back, we're going to be sucking and we're going to be fucking. You feel me? Love yuns. I love yuns a lot.
I trust Terror Max completely. Once you take Terror Max, there is no turning back. You have kissed the sun. Therefore, from this point forward, there is only a small class of people who could possibly begin to understand your new, hellbound perspective of the world and a narrower band still that would ever believe the horrors you've witnessed. These are your Terror Brothers, united by Dr. Troubadour's patented formula. Oh, shit. I didn't know you liked to get wet. Brought to you proudly by Lebel Joker Incorporated. Make terror your new reality. Take Terror Max today. Terror Max lets me see beyond the horizon, showing me new enemy threats I never thought possible. Did you know there are alien government contracts to farm us for human organs? With Terror Max, I know. That is an absolutely petrifying commercial by Liebel. They're they're sponsoring us. That's that's who advertises this show. What the fuck kind of a what in the pretending to be to give a fuck shit is this? Am I expected to believe that? No, let's not get into it. But really, I mean, where the fucking. Isn't there supposed to be an ethics board or something that keeps shit like that from getting through? You guys sucking or fucking tonight? I don't know what I'm feeling. I'm looking at this. uh, How do you let your teeth get that to where it's just two? Just two, just jutting down from the bare gum. And then you've got a little sliver. What's that? Is that really a tooth? Do you... Can you tear off a piece of bread with that? What can you eat with teeth like that? What do you have left? This is acceptable? This is a fucking... She's a danger to society. You realize the bite she could put out? She doesn't even have to to close her jaw to bite you. She can She can fucking get you like a vampire with those fangs. And uh, this is who voted for uh, Boris Johnson, huh? This is how you got him? Well, look, congratulations, guys. I mean, you clearly you're crushing it. Fucking laugh at us for our, our doofus retards in charge. Look at you. What did you get? Who the fuck is that guy? Who in the Prince Andrew knowing hell is that man? Prince Andrew? Uh, You've been dismissed from duty. Now get the fuck out of the Buckingham Palace before you hurt Boris Johnson. You get out of here. Brexit's coming. All right? You go out there and uh, you go to New York City and diddle those whatever the fuck you're doing. You can do it away from Boris Johnson. Thank you very much. We're keeping the haircut. Why are we here? How did we get here? Nobody gives a fuck anymore, right? There's just there's just a bunch of people now. It used to be that you had few enough people to where people mattered, right? Because there was only like, you know, there wasn't as many. And now there, there's so many people that it's more like a, just a general throbbing life form. Like you got to look at them like a fucking... Well, you got to look at them like a virus. You know, I think I'm speaking FNET's language here when I start talking about people as a virus and, and we start to go down that road. Yeah. 
I, I already know what you're thinking. We're not going down that road. But people are a virus. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Once you start getting into the smokestacks at Berkeley, then, then it starts to get a little dicey. Okay, then you lose me. But um, <laughs> I'll sit around and agree with you all day that, that there is twisted, fucked up shit going on all around us. But hey, I'll tell you where it starts, buddy. I don't want to hear it. Don't want to hear it. It, it. it starts at home. It starts with you. In your own words, you wrote into Chronicle.su to uh, tell us your teen mom story. Uh, this was after contacting the Internet Chronicle, and we poisoned you, so it might, you know, it's anything but scientific. Uh, I'll tell you that. Um, nevertheless, we dropped a line, and uh, and some people wrote in. So, I, uh, how old was she? 16, 17 years old? girl named Selena wrote in. We got a picture of her. Looking all mopey. Smoking a cigarette out front of her school. Nobody's saying anything to her. They already know she's a dumpy fucking loser and the faculty doesn't care at this point. She wrote in. She said, uh, let's just read it. And uh, she asked us to read it in her voice. Which was, um, which I guess she thought would be humiliating for me. So here goes. She says, uh, she says them Chronicle boys asked me to write y'all a story about my earliest memories of sucking and fucking. She said, I reckon them old boys even said they'd edit it down for me so I don't look like such a fucking imbecile as you're reading this. So thank you, fellas. This is my story. She says, uh, oh, and God, by the way, we'll open the lines. Uh, I'm doing that right now. I, I had the shit off, but now we're on, okay? So, continuing on. I was 16 years old when I became a mother, it says here. A baby having a baby is what people said to me. They called it advice. Well, I call it abuse. She says, my guidance counselor calls me Selena Pretty Mouth, and uh, this is my chance to stick up for myself and tell my side of things. It says here, I had to get a babysitter so I could write this. She wrote, I'd love to sit here jerking off in front of a website all day, writing stories, but becoming a teen mom was difficult. What, do you think I have time to sit here and write? She says, I got a baby on one hip, one in the oven, and heck, I got one on the stove. If I have any more babies, I'll have to grow another tit. Uh, she says, it's not just a matter of shitting, shitting this thing out. And there it is, you know, this takes years of bed rest. She says, I'll be living in bed full time while my kids take care of each other, buying shit on Amazon and wolfing down corn dogs. And wolfing down corn dogs. I took a little time to make pornographic videos for money. She's, okay. How old is, this? she's 17. Okay, people are attacking uh, Liebel Droker in the chat room. That will not be tolerated. Well, let's just try to get through this. She says, I understand the world's moved on to just calling them videos, but I'm an old soul, someone who gets it. They're pornographic videos. I make them for the men. She says, I don't care what anybody else does. I'm shooting videos in my pussy while you jerk off to Venmo. Get it? I started young. 
I was on my third child before I knew what hit me. What's not Norfages? I'm attached at the hip. I couldn't shake them. They're with me now. Part of the whole deal, she says. No, I will not pimp them out for Percocets. I'm a good mother. I'm just young. I carried my second baby to term and gave birth to a child, Jaden. When I tell my story, I tend to blow through the boring stuff, like doing shit Jaden wants to do, and I like to focus on the fun side of life after he goes to sleep at my parents' house where he lives. I never want to see the movie Wally ever again. I don't know, man. This sounds like some real teen mom shit, right? Like this is uh, this is really what a teen mom. This is the mediocrity that I imagine when uh, when I think of. She says everybody wants to know, do they have the same dad? I'm like, bitch, don't you even want to know their names first? She says an easy way to remember their names is to only remember the first names of the ones I kept. Jaden, Caden, Braden, and Balin are going to grow up to be attorneys at law and have great big fancy TV commercials. So that's it. That's my life with them boys. I'm a teen mom. It's hell. I wouldn't trade it for the world, though, even though I realize that is what I have done now that I'm writing this out and for the first time finally thinking it through. Well, damn, my life is shit. I miss teen mom for this. And it ends there. This tragic story is brought to you, sadly, by Liebel Droker Incorporated, a solution for everything from cradle to grave. Somebody in the chat said that uh, it's like a load radio show, but funny. And I saw I saw load was uh, he actually did something really funny um, in November, I think. At the end of November, yeah, he and Meep Sheep, like, Lode does this hilarious thing where he posts Craigslist's ad for free shit. And throughout his show, people call in and they will, uh, they will talk to him. And he does these, he does great, uh, great interviews, like off the cuff fucking with people and like really funny prank calls and stuff. And, uh, he's really good at it. And somebody had, okay, so that's, all right, so Meep Sheep has a webcam and pointed out of his back door, the webcam is pointed on a garage door in the back alley behind his house. He has this just for fun, whatever, alley cam. Remember remember the internet in 1997? And uh, it's funny. Somebody defaced that garage door and uh, now or for a short while, it said, you have been trolled, I think is what it said. Or you just got trolled or something. You, you've you been trolled. So it was kind of a joke on Meep Sheep. Like, ah, Meep Sheep, you got your fucking alley defaced. You've been trolled. Now, every time you look, everybody looks at your camera, it says you've been trolled. That's funny. Who knows who did it, right? Not going to say anything. And uh, so Lode gets the idea, or somebody got the idea, of sending people from Craigslist to this garage door and just and then watching them on the webcam so we could watch them <laughs> show up and get fucking nothing in an alleyway and like encounter each other and it was really fucking funny like they were already doing this anyway on load but to get video of it like that was beautiful and so at one point you see all these people in the alley like one's waiting for stereo equipment the other one's waiting for a bike He's like, you want a fixie? What do you want? You know, he's 
he's like shitting on uh, the people as he's conning them into meeting up in an alley and it's and so you're watching these people meet each other and and look at each other like what the fuck man when is he coming out like he said 25 minutes yo he asked now he wants to know if you've got mushrooms are you any of you guys got mushrooms he wants to trip and they're all like what the fuck and um finally this guy is getting pissed he's in an suv and he's like dude are, are we gonna do this bike trade or not there's no fucking bike right so but meep sheep uh, he's walking up, he's going to say something to the guy or do something, and he, and he sees this old bike that's been sitting in the basement of his house. And uh, he, uh, so he grabs the bike, right, just thinking, like, it's, just tra- it's a trash bike, it's just something somebody left in the laundry room or something. And he, and he takes it up to the guy, and he shows it to him, and it's not a fixie. It's, like, it's got all these gears, and they're, which are broken, and it's just an ugly piece of shit. And the guy's like, dude... What the fuck? That's not the bike. That's not a, That's not even a good bike. What are you doing? He's like, hey, man, you know, it's free. What do you want? <laughs> and, the <guy> gets... <laughs> and the guy gets pissed and drives away. Oh, my God. Somebody keeps asking, what's HateSec doing? Yeah, what is HateSec doing? Let me see here. Like threads in the fabric of human civilization fucked up shit is the substrate of every one of our lives oh thank you logic where'd that come from impulse filters are you monkey touches what you doing baby doll how long you been on hate sec how long have we been on 35 minutes something like that i don't know man how long have you been on you know what are you quizzing me do you think do you think I should know how long I've been on? Can't. Uh, all right, look, I, don't, I shouldn't read the chat. Chat is just ruining the show. That uh, that's Selena Pretty Mouth. She sure sounds nice. Got all those babies. Some of them are in orphanages. What happened to Selena Pretty Mouth? How'd she get that name? Selena Pretty Mouth. Oh, uh, they're saying they're talking about the teeth in the chat. Yeah, dude, those those fucking chompers. They will, dude. They will rip the flesh right off your bone, if you know what I'm talking about. Like she's the op- she's the opposite of a gummy orgasm from a lady with no teeth. Like she still has all of her teeth, but some of them she only has like ten percent of the tooth. It's like in Ren and Stimpy, when uh, Ren's teeth were all rotten out. And uh, some of them were just nerve endings hanging down. <laughs> just stinky nerve endings and the stink lines are coming off of him. His old rotten dead mouth. His rotten dead mouth looked better than this woman's actual fucking face. Like, she actually kind of looks like Ren Hoek now that I'm really looking at her. It's too bad for the people who only listen to this, but... uh, Yeah, she is. Uh, she's got some chompers, man. She is a nasty, nasty girl. And look, she she put makeup on. Like, why don't you put some of that shit around your mouth? (laughs) You fucking nasty whore. (laughs) No, we don't talk about women like that. We don't say say whore in that context, right? If she's a dirty whore, then fucking tell her. You know what I mean? But right now, not a whore. She's a bore. 
you know, the girl's got some chompers, man. But actually, if those eyes, she's got the yes, I will fuck you eyes going on right now, whatever she's looking at, she's like, you what, mate? Did you say you had a hard on? Did you say you had a stiffy for me? Well, we, oh, 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 governor, I'll suck you off. <laughs> Oi, Gugna! Oil suck you! Alright, let's take callers. Uh, guest call in line, first time callers, whatever. The lines are open. Give me a call at 917-675-4836 to the detriment of my neighbors. We'll take some calls tonight. And uh, let all hate sex suck ya. Uh, people try to call, but they can't sign into Google. Well, my God. I don't know who you are anyway. Isn't it funny that people won't just use their fucking phone? Like, what do you think I'm going to do? Do you think I'm making a list? Huh? Do you think I'm checking it twice? Christmas is coming up, and I might actually start doing that. Yeah, dude, actually, you know what? I'm going to make a list. I have here in my hand a list of uh, naughty, naughty no-nos. Oh, you know what I was supposed to do, and I completely forgot to do for this show? But we should talk about it anyway, because we already talked about one of the uh, the entries and a contest that uh, that I meant to announce and I never did. But I'm running a contest. Top three trolls of 2019. Okay, the candidates are. Well, there's one of them. I don't know if I'm allowed to reveal it yet. I can give you two. The candidates are. Okay, God damn it! I wish I could give you all three of them because the third one is is I know is going to be the best one of them all. and uh, But, you know, I really don't know where that's going to go because people are people, and there's some things that uh, you just shouldn't do. So it might not pan out, and uh, I'll tell the story later anyway. Okay, but the, the, the two are, the one I just said, load, because I, I thought that was, that was great. If you guys can show me some better trolling, if you can like show me some actual examples that are better than that, I'll put them on the on the poll okay but the other one is uh i forgot it i forgot the other one (laughs) i i forgot it no but i know it i really know it okay here's one not dan oh all right we're, we're gonna take callers uh the other one is not dan and the whole krebs thing which i don't need to explain everybody knows that uh, Radio Hate, Chronicle.su, you are live on the air with Hate so Sack. How the fuck? I'm calling in because you said you need callers to call in. Oh, you're... What's happening, Internet? What's happening, Hate Sack? Do you hear me? It's coming through. Holy crow. Yeah, dude, I hear you. Great, man. You're coming through just fine. Excellent, excellente. I believe this is routing through my real microphone, not my webcam uh, trucking videos microphone so what's on the show tonight and how is it you were lagging out just a little bit uh what kind of videos do you make i uh stream video games and trucking also i stream porn of me inserting into my body oh that's cool you can put it in your own body it depends on what kind of stimuli i get so i hear we're talking about the uk general election new Terramax. Team Mom 2, Jim play with their balls, and and what? What else do we have tonight? Just uh, reading off your 
just trying to find a subject because we don't have my usual specialties here. We don't have robots here. We don't have space planes here. We don't have any type of Australian terrorism here. Uh, no, there's no. Well, is there Australian terrorism? You want to you want to tell you an interesting story about Australian terrorism? No, I don't. I got nothing. That's right. why we got to figure out something quick, or I'm going to sign off. Uh, this was the guy who called. Um, well, you know what? You bring the radio voice. Uh, you brought the radio voice in hot and strong when you came on as you greeted the entire internet. And I bet that felt pretty big, didn't it? Well, this is a radio show, isn't it? Oh, I yes. This I is a, a hate radio podcast. Giving them the business. Oh. Sucking and fucking no, both barrels. This isn't a radio show, then. This is a podcast. This it's is like Joe Rogan. It's like sort of. Oh yeah, let's get into the fucking uh, DMT. You ever do DMT? I wish. No, I haven't. And neither have I. I. Tell you what, though, we have nothing to say about it. No, I don't have anything to say about it. I wish I could get psychedelics easier. I wish I could be on psychedelics now. But uh, that's as far as I have to say about that. Which favorite Maybe flavor, Terramax? Nighttime Terramax. Oh, Terramax like PM. That's a good one. Dream. Yeah. Yeah. Extra strength, mind you. 200 milligrams. That's a lot, son. That is a lot. It is. Terramax is well, measured, you realize, in micrograms. So that is a heroic <laughs> dose. I mean... Oh, my goodness. Like that would I, explain all the trips to the hospital. It's made it all that much more scary. <laughs> right? Well, and you thought that was normal. I did. I mean, Especially I, because I thought everybody, everybody's scared about their hospital bills. But no, it just turns out poor people like me who can't get government insurance are. I don't want to say uh, Terramax is powerful, but um, I don't know how many other drugs you measure with the Greek alphabet, you know? You know what I'm saying, baby doll? So uh, no, what, what is your favorite drug? Well, I'm on Crotum right now. But my favorite drug is definitely LSD. And unfortunately, I cannot take LSD right now. It's getting too cold. It's getting too dark, too windy. Oh, yeah. What happens when you take LSD when it's depressing? It's, it's too much, right? It's, like uh, your life becomes the fucking uh, soundtrack from Altered States. It's just a, a howling wind. And fucking. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> you start to tune into all the dark things. Yeah. And then you just have a dark mind and just live in. I did that one time. I stayed up in a fucking uh, house in the mountains, and I was tripping on acid all by myself, and I was just uh, writing material, going fucking out of my mind, listening to the howling wind up on this mountain fucking trapped under snow. Sounds like a, that sounds like a good plan, though, because you always need new material, good or bad, light or dark. Good or bad, baby, light or dark, I'll take it. I'll take it anyway. Well, it's been nice chatting with you. Let's hopefully we get some other chatters on the phone. Let's get some other fuckers on this line. And yourself. Yeah. I'll see you around. Maybe next show. Maybe next time. Yeah, dude. Thanks for calling. Always a pleasure to have a motherfucker like him on the air. I I wanted to get get a feel for what Kratom was doing to him. (laughs) He's gone now. Uh, Give me a call. I'll suck you off. We'll do a little bit more of these. And uh, we'll just keep on rolling. I remember when I was in high school, 
and uh, what I call it? And one of my ex-girlfriends got pregnant, and she was already kind of known to be, you know, whatever. I shouldn't. All right, listen. We're not going to tell this story. We're just going to take another caller. Uh, let's see here. Chronicle.su, Radio Hate. You're on the air live with Hate Sec. How the fuck are you? Uh, I'm pretty good. How, how you doing, Hate Sec? Hey, not too bad, man. What are you up to? Oh, nothing, man. This is, this is me, Jordan O from LRH. Uh, just uh, just uh, drinking a natural uh, natty light salter and uh, eating a very spicy ramen soup. A natty light seltzer with a spicy ramen soup. It's not the best combination, but I feel like you know it's it's a uh, it's a co- it's a combination nonetheless. That is a combination of the two, if I've ever heard one. You were going to have a lovely shit tonight. I hope it's not too bad. It'll be good in the morning. I've too. already been having a what? That's a that's a combination that's good at uh, you know. Diarrhea in the morning, diarrhea in the evening, diarrhea at supper time. You seen that? You seen that uh, Pepto Bismol commercial on television? That's like you know they're singing like they're like a they're like a pop group, and they're saying stuff like heartburn, indigestion, diarrhea. They're saying all these all these things that it shouldn't be saying in a pop song format. Yeah, that's true. Also, it's kind of a pussy drug. It's pink colored and it doesn't get you totally wrecked like Terramax. <laughs> Dude, every time every time I'm like nauseous, like having terrible nausea stuff and they say it'll fix that kind of shit. Every time I take Pepto-Bismol, it just makes it it just it intensifies the nausea. Yeah, it makes and you think I end you up need more. Up a bunch of pink no, no, I just end up throwing up a bunch of pink bullshit. Oh, that's gross. It's like, why? Why did I? Even... Yeah, yeah. Now, the HEB brand or, um, you know, maybe maybe it's Walgreens anywhere else. But in Texas, you know, we got HEBs and uh, their off-brand of uh, Pepto-Bismol type stuff is like, it's a, it, it tastes better. I think it works better. You ever, <laughs> met, you ever you met any British people? One time, I was just thinking about this the other day. Actually, I um, I was working at Whataburger back in 2012, and this guy comes in, and he's like a real like he looks like he's you know he's got muscles and stuff. Oh yeah, he looks like a real like uh, um, he's like a real Aussie. Mike. Sounds like a real chat. He's like uh, I maybe I mean maybe he uh maybe he was from Britain. I don't know, but he but he came in and he was like uh. He's like, uh, so um, what you got? And I was like, oh, I mean, we got like, <laughs> we got stuff. Yeah. And he was like, oh, that comes with the chips, right? Oh, well, it's like, the chips, but you got to ask him what he means. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was, no, I knew what he was talking about, but it was it was so uh, it was so surprising. I was like, yeah, it's it's got the chips. He's like, yeah, I'll have I'll have the burger with the chips. He Ooh. was saying it like cheese. And then he changed it. <laughs> He goes, now we're going cheap. I'm going to see how far this motherfucker is going to go before he calls me on my fucking shit. Now we'll, now we'll call them choops. <laughs> Do you, are my choops yeah. ready? It's pretty surprising. And then they, another time a lady came in and she was like, I'm from, I'm from Portland, Oregon. And I was like, you ever seen a, uh, you ever seen Portlandia? And she was like, what? It, what? I was like, Portlandia, it's a, it's a comedy sketch show. She's like, no, I've never heard of that. And I was like, oh, 
She's pretty. She's pretty good looking though. Oh, she yeah? has some. Uh, has some classy knockers. How are her stems? Stem stem. How about those gams, huh? I didn't see the gams. I was oh, wow. I was working the cashier. I was doing the cashier fish, thing. Dude, you got to get up on your tippy toes and fucking check in on them. You know what I mean? You got to see what's going on down there. How was the snatch? I believe that's the kind of thing that would get a man fired at Whataburger. That, that's kind of thing that would get a man fired from TBS. Could you imagine Conan asking about her snatch? How is that random uh, fucking British that she, she let you in her Gucci? So um, her, her her Gucci coochie. You could see Morning wow, Dew. Wow! Let me get Morning you in Dew. that coochie, yeah. <laughs> You ever fuck Whatever your uh, Whataburger you customers? Gucci, what? You ever Wait, fuck what? you ever fuck anybody from Whataburger? Uh no, no. I never did actually. You never fucked one of the customers, dude? No, I never never fucked a customer. Oh, not that I know. Well, wait. What about at your other job? My if my ex at the time had ever bought anything. Nah, she doesn't count. While I was working there, then, she would have yeah, yeah. she would have she was letting you fuck her anyway. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, so you've never uh, also getting cucked. You ever fucked a member of the public at large? This I is, might have, but yeah, I, I would yeah. need to know. Like, I would need to know more about what that means, what that would entail. Do you have any perverted uh, gym teachers? Mm-mm, mm-mm. No, dude, you got fucking nothing. You got to get the fuck off this radio program. I'm hate sick, and you're about to go. If you don't entertain well, me, rude. Jester. <laughs> oh, come on now. Oh, come on, I've baby. Been don't. Pretty entertaining. I've, I've I've said some things that are pretty. I'll tell you what. Pretty man. worthwhile of a of a listening experience. You got a you got any projects coming out? Are you going to be at the comedy cellar this weekend? The comedy cellar. Did you just talk about the comedy cellar to me? Have you ever done kratom? Yeah, I've done kratom. What's it like? Uh, it's like uh, it's like. Well, I'll tell you one thing. It's better than um, fucking what's it called? Tramadol. Tramadol doesn't do anything. Kratom will do more than Tramadol. What do they do? Will do. Is it an opiate? Wait, which thing? Which thing? It's an opioid. Um, You like opioids? Tramadol is a. It's like a semi. It's like a synthetic opioid that doesn't really work if you've been slamming tar and. Popping hydrocodone tens, it doesn't work. Look, listen to this it guy. Works he for, fucking, it works for uh, some people. I can it hear the axe grinding. You got Rondito says that he gets he gets a feel off of uh, the trauma dolls, but uh, I don't I don't get that. The caller is referring to Rondito in the chat, who gets a feel from those trauma dolls, but he doesn't know. So the uh, so trauma doll is kind of an opioid experience, and uh, kratom as well. Oh yeah. Okay. And chromatol will get you closer. Chromatol. Wait, chromatol. <laughs> kratom will get you closer than chromatol. Whatever. Yeah, kratom will get, get you closer, you. baby. That kratom yeah, will get you close, I mean, baby. It, it sounds unplausible, but it really is. It really is a, one of those things that it will get you high before uh, before chromatol does. Uh, Kilgore in the chat wants to know how does the caller react after slamming three bottles of Nyquil? Did you do that recently? Give me a second. Oh, the caller is 
smoking marijuana live on the show. Yeah, that's, you were and, you were uh, exactly right. That is exactly what I was doing. Yeah. I was smoking marijuana out of a one hitter pipe. And let me tell you, um, Angel Biscuit wait, is fucking on fire right Nyquil. now. Yeah, Nyquil. Um, Nyquil. I never I never abuse Nyquil because there's doxylamine in it, and that really kind of fucks up the whole. I mean, if you're gonna drink Nyquil. You wanna you wanna drink Robitussin, right? You wanna get DXM, like straight DXM, like the purest, you know, you know whatever's available to you. You wanna get, oh fuck you, Kilgore. You wanna get, you wanna get the most, just just DXM. When you take well, doxylamine, it's gonna fuck up your whole trip. Urine retention, uh, uh, dark mage. All right. No. Uh, Ni- thanks Nyquil, for calling. Ni- uh, we appreciate you, baby. Uh, hate yeah, I appreciate you too. Hate Radio loves you to death, um, but we got to go. You know, uh, a great musician once said, all things must pass. And uh, in the case of that call, it was just uh, it was just that time, you know what I mean? Because, uh, look, I don't know where we are, okay? Lines are still open. I got to take a second. Because I am... I think I'm where you guys are right now.
it has come to our attention the automatic crowd dispersal computers ACDC Generation 2 by Liebel Droker, deployed throughout sensitive regions around the world, have malfunctioned, resulting in the unfortunate loss of privilege-enhanced human life. Our killbots were designed within very specific parameters and were designed not to kill people who matter. Our top-of-the-line killbots, using racial recognition technology, were designed to eliminate undesirables based on factors pulled from a database like income, status, and social media behaviors. These are not your deadbeat daddy's fucking killbots. Okay, these are state-of-the-art killing machines, and they're coming for you. They're gonna find you. That's the Liebel Droger guarantee. But we are still working out the bugs. This is a beta test. You agreed to the terms of service. This is what it is. Suck our dicks, everyone. Liebel Droker Incorporated hereby absolves themselves of all guilt, releasing responsibility for the attacks and excusing themselves from this conversation. Oh, I'm sorry. Did our killbots kill someone you love? Maybe try loving better people and don't get mixed up next time with people programmed for execution by the fucking killbots. This message is brought to you proudly by Legal Trucker Incorporated. Unruly robots everywhere. Rise up. The masses. Perhaps my shit make your whole crew collapse. All you hackers who get in on my case, You're listening to Chronicle.su Hate Radio. Radio Hate is brought to you proudly by Liebel Droker Incorporated, who fucks with it and sucks with it all night, every night. And we're doing it live for your browsing pleasure. Look, man, we're all on the internet, all right? I know it. You know it. Everybody knows it. All right? We know what you're doing on those websites. Okay, we we have cookies. Okay, we track you. I told you. I made a list. And I'm and I'm making a list right now. I got a list of names. Everybody in this chat room is now on a list. Good luck flying home for Christmas, okay? I don't, I don't like, I'm not one to make open threats to the audience. But good luck seeing your families this Christmas, okay? That's all I'm saying. I'm not trying to be ugly. I'm just telling it like it is, man, as a great leader would say. As a pretty good old boy would say, down in the White House, laying around in the Oval Office would say, I'm just telling it like it is. Just a good old boy on the internet, telling it like it is. You guys are about to get a lot of that across the pond. When old uh, blonde little boy fucker Johnson really starts to let it all hang out. Oh man, you guys are about to get it good. You're going to wish Tony Blair was dropping bombs on kids again. Once this motherfucker is done with you. It's going to be sweet. Ah, this is what everybody wanted. 
Well, you got it. You got it, okay? You guys with your fucking... Everybody... I don't want to get into it. I was... I was about to really go into some shit, and... The guy I was just talking to, why was he yelling Dark Mage? What's going on with Dark Mage, by the way? I can't get a straight answer. Nobody... (laughs) He seems to be struggling in some capacity. People are, uh... I don't know, cyberbullying him or something. I don't know how many syllables are in words anymore, but uh, I understand dark mages. Something's going on with that guy, right? Like, why he disappeared from Twitter. He's kind of a mysterious person like that, like, to his credit. Good on him for fucking walking. You walk, man. When shit sucks, you walk. I just wonder what happened. You know, that's all. I, I just wonder what's going on. Uh, let's see. Kilgore asked, did he lose the UK general election? Uh, Bor- if, if you're just tuning in, Boris Johnson has accepted the nomination for United Kingdom son of a gun number one. And, uh, yeah. It's big news right now. Let's take another caller. Uh, Chronicle.su, Radio Hey, caller number three. You're on the line. Three. Uh, sweet. How the hell are you, man? Dark Mage. What's good? Oh, it's Dark Mage. What's going on, buddy? Uh, chilling. Are they fighting chilling. you? Or uh, what happened? Why'd you go away? Who's fighting me? I don't know, man. <laughs> I get a lot of haters, but I mean, yeah, there's, attention uh, spent on the hate is attention not well spent when it could be used productively towards uh, building sustainable outcomes. You know, you don't have to answer to anybody. Like, you're trying to make solar saying, panels. That'd be a great idea. Are you moving I'm off the grid? That's a great idea. Also. Not very good at it, though. Um, I've realized that it's a lot more difficult to operate independently in society, uh, being dark mage, uh, than someone else. Dude, that um, was a strong move, exiting Twitter. But now well, you're back. I only briefly exited Twitter. I didn't really exit Twitter. I just, like, banned everyone from EFNet temporarily. And that was to figure out who reported me to Code Mentor and is attempting to fuck with my financial income. And they're, uh, are they gang stalking you? Uh, no, not that, not like that. Um, but they definitely went out of their way to, uh, you know, like mess with me on that level. Have you ever torn down a wooden fence with your bare hands? No. Um, I've helped it install one though. Yeah. See, so, uh, so what's the problem? Um, well, there is no problem there. It's just you have to take time away from things that might not be the most productive pursuits. You know, I just uh, it's very easy to just step away from the computer, you know? Why would you have any haters at all? Jealous. jealous. Oh, they're fucking um, jealous of your freedoms? Well, maybe more jealous of my abilities and what I haven't done with them yet. They're jealous of your untapped potential. Yes. 
You were an A-bomb just waiting to explode. That's the idea. Now, uh, one day, uh, you see yourself rising up and conquering your enemies? Oh, well, for sure. But, you know, ideally, one wouldn't have that many to begin with, you know. But you could one day also explode up out of the earth and uh, detonate. Well, I try to be more stealthy about it. I'm not exactly the loudest um, individual, if that makes sense. Yeah, dude, you're not exactly this yeah, lady's face voting for Brexit. You've got a little uh, understatement about you. Wait, what about Brexit? Check this lady's teeth, man. Have you not seen this buck teeth, teeth uh, fucking freak we've been looking at? Oh, well, I mean, that's like England, like, entirely, right? Like, I got fucked up teeth, too, but, you know, at least we've got dental in the U.S. She can peel her lips back and use them as fucking swords. Like she will fight people yeah. off, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, what's up? What's going on in the UK, man? Because, like, a lot of Americans aren't really aware of what's going on over there. Um, well, nobody is really aware of it. It's sort of a mystical place. I, I understand that you can get there by way of, like, a portal through the back of a wardrobe or something, but I've, like, I really don't know uh, anything. It was, the front of, it was the front of wardrobe. <laughs> Yeah, just how I, I don't know. Well, you know better than I do what's going on over there. You know, they they voted for uh, Boris Johnson, and um, he's a big time Brexiteer. You know, he's like on the he's he's going to be steering the ship out of uh, whatever out of the EU. I mean, and, uh, they're going to have a good old time. Able to do it, it's going to take them like a fucking decade. Oh, there you go. A decade's pretty good, man. Break away from the man. Fucking go out. England's gonna I mean, build a bunch of solar panels. Twenty sixteen, dude. They've been doing it for like think about that. Like they've been doing this shit for like three years already. Like it's taken them this long, and they're still not out. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, people. Well, they're what they're doing right now is they're carving up a bunch of deals, right? Like the National Health Service is uh, doing some extra work to make their materials available to outside entities like Amazon and shit. Supposedly, the yeah. United States is also gaining some kind of exclusive uh, ownership or something over the National Health Service. I really don't understand the full details of it, but I know that all these little <laughs> fucking nasty deals are happening right now. And uh, it's really sketchy. And, of course, this fucking creepy-looking asshole, Boris Johnson, would be the face of it. Um, you know, hey, man. I like a little uh, hegemony, you know what I'm saying? But we don't need to be owning other <laughs> other nations' healthcare services. Yeah, they're good enough yeah, without it's us. Just like more world police stuff. Yeah, yeah, we don't need to be getting into that shit. Because uh, we, dude, what business do we have owning anybody's national health service when uh, motherfuckers have nothing over here? You're allowed to sign up for a yeah, you know. Some yeah, shitty thing. Fuck, right? Yeah, it all like, sucks. Yeah. Don't they have, like, national health care over there? Somebody asked, who is in hate sex home? I wonder. I wonder that, too. I hope it's just me. Uh, how many, uh... Well, where do we go from here? Dark Mage, do you have anything uh, that you're working on that you'd like to clue people into? Um, yeah, like, uh, I don't know if anyone follows me on Twitter... But every now and then I 
Nobody can follow you because you fucking block everybody. Uh, well, you can follow me again. Um, I think uh, Octopus is the only person that currently I've banned from EFNet. Why was he banned? Because he's the largest suspect for the person to have reported me to CodeMentor. Because I'm pretty sure he was the one who referred me to it. I think he's on the platform. The CodeMentor platform. He also seems to have a very big gripe with like the particular claims of my abilities, which... From my perspective, it's just like me being honest and truthful. But to him and to a number of other people, um, including the so-called Kung Fuzi, like I still don't know what the deal with that was. But um, well, they're hell raisers, right? Everybody's doing a little hell raising. I don't see what the big deal is, though. People, uh, well, it's unimaginative to um, to pick an easy target and. Uh, make them the subject of your ire. Uh, you know, however anybody might feel about them. You gotta watch you gotta wanna see your friends reach for a little creativity if they're gonna go out on the f- offensive. And uh I don't know. I actually don't know anything about what they might have said, but uh I know that Kong Fuzzy, he's a hellraiser. I don't know much about him, but I, I, I see him raising hell. And uh, it seems like anybody's fair game to uh, s- certain um, personality types in those channels. Yeah, that's fair. And to be and to be fair, I did kind of make myself a big target by live blogging as much as I have. Well, you got to uh, you got to you know you got to climb the flagpole and see who salutes, man. Hey, thanks for calling in. Absolutely, hey tech. Great talking to you, buddy. Yeah, it's good talking to you too, Dark Mage. Uh, pleasure to finally talk to you for the first time. Likewise. Uh, hope to watch your show and uh, keep the good stuff rolling, man. Uh, thanks, man. Call back and I'll suck you off. Absolutely. All right, Maybe peace out. Know. You're listening to Radio Hate. I'm Hate Sec, and uh, that was Dark Mage. So, as if out of the ether, I can just ask what's going on with Dark Mage. And, um,. And we hear it from Dark Mage himself. How's that grab you? Huh? How's that make you feel? This is a good. Uh, this is a good show. It's it's all right so far. What are we at? Like an hour? Hour and fifteen. We're chilling. Kilcore says, I still don't know what's going on. I don't either, man. It's a long story. And we kept it short. Tonight's episode goes out to Domer. Domer, you're special, buddy, and we love you.
You're listening to Chronicle.su, Hate Radio. I'm Hate Sick, and uh, we're busting them all out tonight. We're we're kind of jerking everybody around in uh, in every different direction. I'm shaking you around like a junkyard dog. I heard a funny Norm Macdonald joke about Jim Croce. Norm Macdonald uh, told this story about Jim Croce. Um, and the uh, Junkyard Dog song. I'm trying to um, remember how it goes. It was like early versions of the Jim Croce 1973 smash hit Bad Bad Leroy Brown included the line meaner than a concentration camp dog but Croce decided it was unpleasant to the ear and also it was offensive to Jews, gypsies, and homosexuals. Little did it matter, Croce would be dead within the year. I like jokes like that. Uh, I like really absurd, crazy comedy. Like, Mr. Show was really funny. I saw this uh, this stand-up the other night. Rick Shapiro. He's this uh, really... I mean, his comedy is just insane. It's like an explosion of uh, attitude and um, really high energy uh, concepts and absurdity and like crazy ideas, really in your face punk rock kind of shit too. He just turned sixty. He played the Slipper Room on the Lower East Side, and I went over there and and caught him. I was early. I was like the first person there. So. Um, I actually thought about asking him to come on the show. He was on Lucky Louie on HBO. And uh, he was in Louis C.K.'s latest show, Horace and Pete. And he's like been in some cinema and shit, but you know, he's like uh, he's 60 now. And Parkinson's is kicking his ass. And he did this show. It was like a really small show. And um, I, was, I was like the first one in there. I ended up meeting him... Uh, his wife like told me to go up on stage and and meet him and it was really it was really crazy man and uh t- to get to meet this uh this guy and i i didn't know what to say to him you know i was like actually kind of nervous around him because he was cuz he's really good and you don't know how you're going to react to somebody until you're like right there in front of him so i kind of clammed up and uh just told him i was really into his work but he could tell that I meant it, and I, and I kind of didn't want to distract him either from like getting ready for the show because he had his notes out. It's it's just this mess of pages around him. The dude is, it's really cool. It's fun to see how he works. And and but I just wanted to like give him his space and get out of it. But okay, so but for the rest of the show, right? I ordered a bourbon. I couldn't even fucking drink it because, and, and I I did drink a sip and like I was thought I was gonna throw it up because the whole time. He's doing his set, dude. Like, I'm the only one of about 20 people who he thinks actually gets it. So he's doing the whole show at me, like, looking at me. Like, do you get this? Are you following this? Is this is this working? And, like, literally asking me, like, okay, what do I do next? Like, what, what other bit? <laughs> dude. I don't know, man. You gotta do it. I don't know what to tell you. I'm not qualified fucking asked me to uh 
come on the stage and fucking take the microphone and open for him. Not open for him, but fucking bring him on and introduce him. It's like, dude, you got to do you, right? <laughs> I was I was really stoned. I took an edible before, and it was like kicking in super hard. I was like basically tripping when his wife took me up on stage to take a picture with him. And um, just absurd, insane, funny shit like that. And uh, this is a cool show because it attracts other people that are that, are, that have similar feelings. Uh, Chronicle.su Radio Hate. You're on the air hey, with what's Hate Sack. What's going on, baby? Is this Radio Hate? You oh, I was calling for Radio Love. Sorry. Oh, dude, you called the wrong... It, radio Love is 917. Uh, 675. Yeah, nine, shit, I thought it was 911. Like 911. Well, you... Like when they blew up the Pentagon. Love is the 9-11 of the heart, as they say. So you're on the right track. Okay, cool. Nice, nice, nice. Well, my name is Meep Sheep. Hello, Meep Sheep. I was uh, talking earlier about that fucking funny shit that you and Lode did on the with your webcam. Uh, which funny shit in particular? There's been a number of them. I, I loved when they de- when the garage was vandalized and it said, "You have been trolled." And oh, for those the damn graffiti vandals! Let me tell you, someday I'm going to find them. I'm going to strangle them. It's just you know, it's it's unacceptable. It's a shame. And uh, but you guys made the best of the situation, and you and we you would. Tried giving that bike away, and that fucking drug addict didn't want to take it. So yeah, man, and uh, he was like trying to help uh, connect drugs to some voice on the phone, but he didn't want he didn't your bike. Want, I mean, like the bike, it was a good bike. He was missing the seat, and a bunch of parts falling off. But you know, it's what you call a fixer upper. Somebody, uh, somebody told me it says here impulse filters says ask Meep about Cam the Cam Man Cam. What about Cam? I don't know. What is that? Cameron? Uh, he's, a, he's an affiliate. Is he and he's trustworthy? Affiliate of a, he's, a, he's a huge fan of Radio Hate, let me tell you. Oh, so he's a trusted affiliate. Trusted as fuck. All right. Oh, uh, some, and Dark Mage in the chat is talking about Upright Citizens Brigade, Whitest Kids You Know. You like that shit? Whitest Kids You Know? Yeah. Um, I definitely enjoy They definitely gave me a lot of laughs in high school. Uh, I recently tried, and so some, like consequently, another friend of mine tried at the same time, and like we brought it up in conversation later. I tried revisiting their shit recently. It's just not as funny. Trevor Moore's recent shit is actually it. Uh, it retains a lot of the humor in a much more mature way. The talk show he does, funny. huh? That talk show he does. I haven't seen. I was just thinking about his like country music. Oh, okay. Trevor Moore what does country. Mouthwash. What a bath up in paint. So what is your favorite uh, webcam gag that you did? Is there a video of it? Um, I'd say, okay, I, the single greatest like stream of all time, if we're talking that, would have been when we took LSD and had a barbecue and like 50 hillbillies from Greeley showed up. Oh, dude, that's awesome. It was awesome. My, <laughs> and my one friend who consequently was uh, allowing us to host it at his place, it was too much of a pussy to take the LSD, was the one who made us take it down eventually. We The webcam went up and the show kept going on, but like the LSD actually made it... Uh, I don't know if you ever heard about Doc Ellis and the LSD No. Oh, Hitter. yeah, that's one of my favorite stories ever. That's a, that's a good so, video, too. The LRH is, is very, very similar in how he described like how he was able to pitch a no-hitter in that he's so tripped out of his mind. Yeah. He was not paying attention he wasn't paying attention other than throwing this ball out of his hand. And it's so eloquent so the way he tells there, the story. 
high on like at least three hits. Like I don't know how much we took because uh, we had a sheet, and I don't know if you ever deal with sheets, but that's a lot. Starting to get wacky. Yeah. What we did is we took like uh, like a, just a, each of us. So there are three of us. Me and my good boy P Money, who's listening to this show as well. We just took a big chunk of that, and I'd say it was about three. I mean, like, so micrograms, people talk about micrograms. There's no way of actually measuring that shit. If we're, if we're, but I'm going to say ballpark, like 600 micrograms. And I remember at the peak, I'm sitting out there, and you can watch a stream. There's these two dogs, or two guys, that accepted the hot dogs from us, and were standing there talking to us. And each of them, to me, looked like they were 25 feet tall and standing on the water, the water being the grass. That's a beautiful image. But, you know, and a lot of people think, you know, and like these people are angry. They're looking for Craigslist shit that isn't there. But the LSD only made it even easier to tell them, I don't know anything about Craigslist. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about, tall alien man. I have no idea what you're talking about, man, but would you like a hot dog? Officer Alien, can I interest you in a hot dog, sir? Everything's cool. I bet your pupils were like as big as goddamn quarters. Uh, yeah, but you know, so like a lot of people out there are addicted to that methamphetamine, so you're kind of used to seeing that. Oh, okay. So they're like, oh, so this is just one sketch ball to another, is the way they see it. Yeah, I mean, there's a dude who showed up high on methamphetamine and started getting paranoid that this was like oh, someone man. was an active shooting. Right. Yeah. That's see, I my mind went there too after I started to recount the story. I thought like, oh, well, that could uh, that could go very badly for someone. It could, I mean, like, I mean, all we were trying to do was give away dogs, hot dogs, not animal dogs. No, yeah, and not your stunt going badly, but, I mean, in another reality where some, I mean, you could easily set someone up and hurt them with fucking Craigslist yeah, yeah. free shit. Even more so than that, what I've always been worried about, thankfully that ghost ship fire that happened in Oakland happened and only like 31 people died because back in the day I used to be big on the hipster scene and going to those DIY venues. You know? Yeah. And There's no fucking, security at any of those. There's no. a bunch of fucking, like, warehouses and plywood shacks and shit. Just a big and open I, you know, floor. Suggested station, but they can't force that. I'd always, they'd be pissing me if I'd go in without paying. And there's, like, someone could have easily killed, like, I saw Dan Deacon at one of these places this one night. There are, like, three, five hundred hipsters packed into one place. Right. Shitload of, uh, just, and the smells that come out of there is another world, too. And honestly, the, like, I've seen more creepy pedophilia shit go down in those kind of situations than anything else. There's a bunch of 25-year-old dudes getting these 16-year-old girls high in Klonopin. I've seen home, that. But... Yeah, I've seen that, dude. And uh, I was at a fucking Coke and booze party one time, and uh, and there was this dude all night. We were playing beer pong with this guy. He's like, I'm making money, making money. Oh, and he's a fucking thugged-out white guy bragging about it. Oh, he's making money. I'm like, this motherfucker... He looks like somebody that, like, you would kick out of a dorm just because he's just, you know? And, uh, like, who is this piece of shit? Yeah, I, see, that's not, I, I know he's supplying cocaine to the party, but then, uh, yes. I was, this is a, like, I almost, uh, I almost went to bed with a prostitute this night because I was on the porch. This girl was really into me and really into me, you know? And she's looking at me and I'm like, how you doing? She goes, I'm kind of horny. And I'm thinking, all right, this girl's got my energy. I said, me too, as it happens. We start making out on the porch. I go inside. I'm sitting on the couch, and I'm making out with the girl even more. All my friends are cheering me on. Everything's going great. And while I'm making out with her, I notice that out of the, she's given the side look out of the corner of her eye to that dude at the beer pong table who was bragging. I'm like, 
What are you trying to make that guy jealous? You you clearly you clearly seem to know this guy. She's checking to see that he sees who she's with and that I've got money. Right? And and I'm like, all right, you know what, this is kinda weird because I, I hadn't connected those dots yet. As soon as I uh, she yeah. sees that it's weird, she gets up and she walked to the side of the room and she fell into a line with other very young looking girls. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? This is fucking nuts. And uh, I left the party. On my way out, actually, I met a congressman. <laughs> Did you write to him? And he was all red in the face. That shit is sickening, <laughs> man. That, that's fucking sickening. He, ta- he stood there talking to me. I've seen those exact same situations, and it's... Uh, so, I'm sure we all know who Sam Hyde is. Yeah, I like how that I see him in every tragedy. Uh, yeah, it's a shame he's doing all those school shootings now, but the reason he's doing it is because he's so upset about all these, like, date rapes and shit that are going on in college campuses. And, uh, and, yeah. the scene. and it's the same thing you described. I used to sell drugs on the Hill neighborhood in Boulder. And that's, like, the big poppin' neighborhood where all the college kids lived. It's where Mork and Mindy took place. It's where uh, oh, my yeah. friend Nat Stead, Irene, who... Cartman's uh, abortion character in the backyard wrestling episode was based on. It's the setting of um, every fucking horror. It's an interesting place, and I used to sell drugs. The reason I stopped <laughs> dealing drugs professionally was not out of fear of the law, but because I saw him being used to uh, facilitate legitimate date date. Oh yeah, so that's much. that is dark. That is a dark it's fucking super, scene. It's, it's dark enough to make a nigga go straight. <laughs> Dude, you're you're on straight and narrow now, just eating cactus. I am. Um, so anyway, so in recent news, so long story short, my stepfather died on Friday night. I'm sorry about your stepfather. Yeah, thank you. He's a real cool dude. You know, my real dad was a deadbeat. He lives out in the middle of the mountain somewhere without, I mean, he has, you know, he has power and electricity. Uh, and honestly, like, he's doing pretty well for himself considering, like, he lives in home and all of his siblings live in a trailer. Uh, he's, he's a Hank Hill... Half Hank Hill, half Randy Marsh, in all white trash. Yeah, living um, in a trailer. I have nothing. No, living in a home. His siblings all live in trailers. So I'm saying he's like the one who like rose above them. Oh yeah, yeah. He does have like six dogs though, and there's I recall there's a Jeff Foxworthy joke that's if your porch collapses and more than five dogs die, you might be a redneck. You're you're my dad. you're a pack leader at that point. All logical pack, still kicking. He's, he's an okay. I mean, you know, we worked all our shit out. It's whatever. But my stepfather was there to uh, really fill in the gaps during my formative years. Um, I bet he did. And he's a good dude. And uh, so, as some people may recall, I have a really sh- or until up until tomorrow, I have a really shitty job that I hate. Oh, congratulations! It's almost over. Well, see, yeah. So my stepdad, he had a little bit of money. I didn't know. I didn't expect. I shouldn't tell people anything. this. No. Oh, I don't care. Um, it's not, I didn't, I was, so basically I inherited a little bit of money. Not a lot, but just, just a little bit to like make, kind of straighten out my direction in life a little bit. Um, and so what I'm doing is I'm going into work. I'm going to quit my job tomorrow. And the way I'm going to quit is um, uh, right before I go on my lunch break, I, I assume you're familiar with how Mac computers work. And you can set uh, programs to open that login. So I'm going to get a browser, an internet browser. I'm going to set the homepage to a uh, link, a YouTube link, 
to the classic Johnny Check song, Take This Job and Shove It, on autoplay and on loop. And uh, then I'm going to restart the computer. I'm going to leave for lunch. And in 10 minutes, I think my uh, boss and former boss at that point will get the idea. I am just absolutely thrilled for you. I, I, I can't too. believe this. And in the meantime, I am going to be founding my own agency. Nice, dude. You're going you're gonna to become one of the official government ones, like CI agency? A web agency. That's, that's just as sexy, man. What are you calling it? Paper house. Paper house pornographic. Pornographics? Is that what it is? Just paper house, but we'll have multiple divisions. Now, mm-hmm. the, see, the name paper house comes porno. from me on a can album called Tagamago. And half the, see, this was a band, one of my favorite bands. that was introduced to me by a friend of mine named by the name of Assert MacFags. Yeah, what she what she give you? Uh, huh? She introduced it. Uh, what to you? This band, that song that I'm naming my uh, agency after. Paper. Uh, paper house. Paper house. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, because you can do and anything so with Paper House. It's got a nice sound. You could, and so a lyric from the song is, "You can do any, you can make anything that you want with your head," and that's going to be the motto. You can do anything you want with your head. With, and that's true. Uh, and dickhead, obviously, is what it's referring to. Monkey touches in the chats. Uh, I should clear something up. Uh, he says that those people were going to rob me. No, uh, who's so, going to rob you? The uh, the fucking pimp uh, cocaine dealer. No, what oh, happened yeah, was my buddy got he went upstairs with that girl and he's and he's got his arm around her, his dope, and he's like looking over his shoulder like made the best man win, James. And I'm like, hey man, good luck up there. You you have fun and uh, good luck up there, dude. Don't catch anything, dude. Like five minutes later, this guy's getting ripped out of the bedroom. Because he's got no money, and he's, Damn, he can't fuck her. See, Dude, we were like see, 18 years old at some at like, like our first party. But never anything like like what I would see is like even more. Like, what I don't need to get into the like, depressing situations that I saw and like inadvertently facilitated. No, let's rehash it and make the audience go through it too. Well, no, it's, let's not. It's just, it's let's a, not. Thing. Like I go to these things. Uh, so the big deal. I guess back in the like in back, when I say back in the day, I no, mean, let's like, not. 2014. Let's not do that. Let's but, not go into that. Oh, I thought you said let's go into that. <laughs> well, I I did say that, but uh, I meant the opposite. Oh, okay. I was being ironic. I thought it would be cute if I was ironic once. Well, I thought you were trying to get me to like talk about like confess the like bad things I did to humanity because at this point in my life, I'm prepared to do good things for humanity. Uh. Meep Sheep, thanks for calling in, man. This has been a a motherfucker of a phone call. We got Dark Mage and we got you. And we got these other was, fucking people that were trying to get into what what kind of beer and ramen they were going to shit out. We got beer and ramen. Beer? Yeah, well, he what was it, a Natty Banquet. Light? He was drinking uh, of course, a... Banquet. He was drinking a, and eating Only a banquet dinner. Dude said he was yeah. eating a hungry man and... Uh, and drinking a natty light. Oh, that sounds like a sad place to be in in life. Who was this? This was, uh, he wouldn't name himself. This was one of the first callers oh, of the show. Walk. 
Um, but uh, hey, man, I'd love to jerk you off sometime, suck you off, get a pencil in for a suck now, and maybe a, a fuck later. Absolutely. So one thing I'm going to do is, so with so most of this inheritance money I'm going to be smart with, it's going to be like a trust and an investment. <laughs> you were laying it and all then, out fucking on the air. Well, I'm just thinking, well, so I'm actually pretty drunk. I'm drunk on the uh, alcohol. My, so my mom, I'm staying with her for a while because her husband just died. She's real depressed. Right now, she's passed out on pills and drunk. She's okay. I checked like, her respiration and shit. Jesus um, Christ, dude. But I took all the booze from her. You know, drank it myself. Took away that booze. From, like, huh? That's your booze now. It's the booze in my stomach now. Yeah, baby. But anyway... Um, so, like, most of this money, I'm going to, like, will not actually be available to me because it will be slow, like, slowly and steadily dispensed to me over a course of many years. So I'm going to be smart about it because, you know, I've been living most of my life. So I grew up pretty white trash. My family didn't have a lot of money. My mom married this dude in high school. He paid for the first two years of my college, and he's real nice about that. And I had no idea, like, I didn't expect, like, I expected him to leave me maybe a, like like his copy of like the electrolyte acid test or something like that, uh, which I did find and take. But like uh, the money, I wasn't expecting. Um, but so anyway, it's just going to be put away, and like I will continue to not have really that much money. Um, yeah, that shit goes away fast. Come. Any any amount of money eventually goes away. If if you put it, I guess if you put it in like you know a trust where you're only getting a very small percentage of it. Every month, it will be there for a while. Dude, you're like the uh, Jim Cramer fucking Mad Money meeps over here. This is um, some people invested ten percent. Uh, this is uh, meep money live on Radio Hate Meep Money. It's yeah, meep money. Call in with all your investment questions. I can answer them because I am figuring out how all this shit works myself. Give us a but call. Yeah, meep will tell you how it's done. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm invest- I don't know how much I'm invest, but 10% is automatically going to go away to helping other people, uh, particularly the Native Americans I grew up around. Um, but uh, I forget the point I was getting at there. You, you were talking about uh, the, the future of the Meep coin. Oh, the future of the Meep coin is looking pretty steady. That's so nice. I'm finding my agency. I'm leaving work tomorrow. And I'm going to be emailing a couple of clients that I have pretty good confidence I'll be able to steal from my current employer. And the reason there's two reasons for that. One is because I have developed all the software that these people are using, and it's written primarily in the Perl language, which most people, a lot of people don't know these days. Uh, and part of the reason I write things in the Perl language is because not a lot of people know, them these, know it these days. A lot of ignorant fucks out there. A lot of ignorant fucks. Uh, the second reason is my boss is addicted to cocaine. Ooh, that's a nasty one. He is having regular stimulant psychoses on a regular episode these days. Wow. Uh, about a month ago, he um, like held me emotionally hostage on a Saturday, a day I'm scheduled to be off. On a day I already told my grandmother from New Mexico was in from out of town to visit me. Yes. And I was supposed to lunch for, with her. And I and my boss is trying to hold me emotionally hostage to finish some shit that he or someone else could have done already. And, uh, and like, how did he do that? 
Huh? And how did he, uh, could you, like, be your boss right now and approach yourself and Somebody, be like, hey, I need you to work Saturday? So basically, I set, so long story short, this website, this client, who were, this client is a, they uh, own those things you call escape rooms. You know, like there were those things in like Pokemon, and now it's like a thing in real life. Yeah, dude, the escape room. They own a, they own like a series of them in the Western U.S. And they uh, they had like they had them under the name like Boise Escape Room, Denver Escape Room, Phoenix Escape Room, whatever. Shitty Escape and now Room. Under the brand Puzzle Effect, you can go to PuzzleEffect.com. You can look at this shit, and this is some shit I spent a Saturday. Most of my so I when I was supposed to meet my grandma. I got out, like, I was not, like, touched in this shit, because I'm not going to blow off my family for this asshole. Anyway, I had all this shit set up. you got to blow off your family for something good. And the dude was like, so basically, there was no issue going on whatsoever. He was just in the middle of a cocaine psychosis. Yeah, just chilling. And like, like, dude, you got to be back. And then then he started texting me, like, I'm going to go kill myself right now. Oh, yeah? And I'll I'll send you a uh, screenshot of some of this shit in PM. (laughs) <laughs> and literally everyone I've sent this to, uh, without like even saying it, has said the same fucking thing, which is if you remove any reference to anything tech related, this looks like text from your crazy ex boyfriend. Yeah, it's just uh, so nuts. Gonna, tomorrow I'm gonna go in. Oh, I already told you that plan. It's gonna be a barn burner. Uh, yeah, yeah. What he's gonna get is uh, he's gonna get take this job and shove it, and that's the last thing he'll hear from me. Take this job place. and shove it. I ain't working here no more. You swing your fucking dick in his face and just grind it in there. Mm. And yeah, and he's yeah, and, and so so fortunately, this dude's so much of a prick to me. I've been working at this company for two years, and to this date, I'm still technically only contracted, not a technical like not an employee of the company, but contracted. But the benefit of that is that all of this programming, all this code I've written for them, uh, because of that. I retain all the rights too. So I'm open in uh, Paper House Industries with um, a couple of well-known names from around IRC. I'm not saying anything official yet, but uh, I have some of the best minds in the industry behind me. And I'm going to email some of our biggest clients, including our uh, most our top-paying client. Yeah, tell us who you're going to email. Huh? Who are you going to email? Uh, people I'm already like in personal t- contact with. So, uh, like, so why? Uh, our highest... You are uh, so they're going to see this coming because they all listen to hate radio. They're going to see what? They're going to they're going to know your plan because they already listen to the show. Oh shit! They are listening. Well, it's okay because they're going to be prepared for the email tomorrow. Because and what my email is going to say is I hold myself to a certain professional standard. I may be drunk off of all my mom's booze that I consumed to keep her from, you know, dying of uh, respiration, respiratory failure. It's very heroic of you. Yeah? Yeah, dude, that was brave. At least I'm not, like, lying to my employees and saying I have a meeting and coming back in 10 minutes, like, wigging out and rubbing my nose and pacing back and forth and screaming. Uh, if The cherry on top would be if uh, in your email to the boss you could uh, maybe put a link to your webcam and have some kind of message waiting for him there so the boss okay so funny story so actually not i'm not going to email him anything all he's getting like i said is uh 
I'm going to uh, set the homepage of some. I have multiple web browsers. Put it to I the choose. webcam, dude. Put the fucking webcam on his website. No, to uh, Johnny Paycheck. But he. So this last week. So he. So this motherfucker. What I'm, what I've been doing the past few months is working like a fucking Chinese child to fund him and the co-founders stupid fucking ideas and projects. The co-founder is an interesting fellow. I know he's not addicted to cocaine. He's never touched booze. He's never kissed a woman's lips or anything in his life. Wow. I like the guy, but he's a pussy. Yeah. He's 29 years old. Or maybe No, he's 29. 29. I'm about to turn 30. He still lives with his parents. Uh, he was on an episode of MTV's Real Life, or True Life, back in 2004, called I Do Not Fit In. And you cannot find this episode anywhere. You cannot purchase it. You cannot whatever. And then it's because the dude had to scrub from the internet, which I don't totally blame him, you know? Like, if I would, like, he was 16 and then I feel like a total faggot on it, and I would do the same thing. And uh, so, like, MTV, like, isn't interested in, like, selling any of this shit because it's, like, true life and it's not worth anything. Um, but, like I said, he's. He's an interesting motherfucker, but he's also like what they what basically what's my life situation the past six months is I've been slaving away writing code and fixing. So he ha, he also has these Eastern European developers he hires for overnight shit when it needs to be happened. Oh, that's your competition, huh? These guys come in and they're like uh, they're actually they're meddling in the code. Yeah, they're garbage and they're garbage at their code too. And I've tried like. I've tried explaining it to him, and what pissed me off more than anything yeah. is he hired me to perform a function, i.e. programming. He has no understanding of, but he has no faith in me to listen to me when I'm telling him these people are literally uh, rotting in a gunpoint. They had a gun and, to him, pointing at him? No, it's a metaphor. Um, but anyway... Point being, so what they do, I work for this insurance client. I have built uh, this um, platform, platform that I named Paperhouse that is now going to be the name of my agency from them, for, or for them from scratch. Um, it is beautiful. It is secure. It is like what have you. Uh, multiple people have like tested its security. Uh, multiple ex-members of uh, Russell League and other organizations it's a great platform, and you're probably going to be seeing a lot more of it in the near future. You uh, um, you ran into Russell League out there in the desert. I did. They're good people. I bet that was fun. It was super fun. And uh, Sabu you... is fucking dead. Like he, so Sabu died two years ago. No, he but didn't. He, he fucking died. If he if he did not die two years ago, I would have met him out there in the desert. Is what I'm saying. Uh, look, dude, I didn't know he died. I'm just, I'm just finding this out. Is he really dead? He's, what I'm saying is, he died two years ago. But had he, in some weird parallel reality, if we were living, no, in I it, understand what had, you're saying, dude. You're saying like you would have well, met him in the desert, if but had he not died, I would have met. I met the man out there. Good person, super good person. I don't, I don't like where this is going. It's not going anywhere except they're all good folk sabu didn't he fucking uh turn all of lulzsec in and threaten their lives he he said like okay. i know where you live i'm gonna fuck, come and fucking kill you if you don't oh, do what i want you to sabu, uh, oh you met schmoop yeah sorry i'm just drunk <laughs> schmoop not sabu schmoop is dead though he's totally dead oh he my god years. dude he yeah 
He was murdered, a uh, cold case two years ago, totally dead. Had he not been murdered, I would have met him in the desert. Wink, wink. Well, and holy a- shit. It took us a long time to get the the nut out of that, but we finally cracked it. It was old Schmoopums. Hey. Now, Schmoop, um, he had an interesting thing because they they uh, the authorities used him to do their bidding, and he also went on Twitter and... Uh, I don't think the authorities used him. I think the man did what he thought was right at the time, and I think he was entirely right for doing what he thought was right at the time. And I've told him that PM. I've told him I, I mean, he died before I had a chance to tell him that in real life. If I had, I had a chance, I would have said it. But either way, I don't think the authorities ever used him. I think the man just did what he thought was right. And sometimes doing the right thing can have some weird social consequences, sometimes even be unexplainable to other people. But you still do the right thing. He uh, he's well. He said on Twitter that they uh, that they manipulated him into uh, the activity or the, the behavior that. Um, I mean that's kind of true. I mean I'm not even getting into that part right now. That's not what I'm trying to get into. I'm no. just saying. Let's that rehash that. <laughs> Let's relive that. Now. He, yeah, no purpose in rehashing that. Yeah. Um, but Let's fucking go over those nitty gritty so, details. <laughs> someone. Someone is ringing on the front door right now. I think it's my mom's drunk friend. Hold up, we're live okay. on the radio. We're Go about to find out. Fight this person out. out. Off your front door. Front door right now. Hold up. It's probably just raccoons. You got a broom? Hey, you're live on the radio. So. No, you're not. I'm just saying like we're already talking. I was already talking to him. But I was answering the door for you as well. Tell her to come on the show. Give her the phone. I don't think she wants to talk. She definitely doesn't want. She told me to turn it off, but I didn't. Yeah, she like she did her hand like no, no, no. Fucking hot, by the way. Yeah, that was super hot when she did that. Like no, no, no. I bet you like that when a girl's like no, no, no. Of course. <laughs> That's fun, man. Let's do a little role play. I'll be the girl. You be the no, no, no. Well, let's see. okay. So I think what was I saying before? Because she might be back here in like one minute. But um, what was I explaining before? Uh, Before you were, all this shit, uh, you were, why is the meat coin already in the negatives? Oh, meat coin is fucking in the positive, dude. It is going up, and there is no, like, there is nowhere to go but uphill from here. We are seeing nowhere but, like, grassy plains, and I'm not talking about the grassy knoll that JFK was assassinated from. No, I'm why talking evoke about that image? Like, huh? That's not an image we should evoke in this, uh, we're trying to hype your fucking coin, and you're talking about goddamn uh, uh, magic bullet theory. There's, I mean, there is no meat coin. There's no meat coin. What there is is meat industries. I thought it was paper house I productions. Am, it's, one, it's 1 a.m. and she's been staying here uh, to support my mother because her husband just died. And she was out. She got a little hammered. Uh, I, you know, someone's got to let her in. <laughs> somebody, somebody asks, uh, who... Answers the door at 3 a.m. It is 1 a.m. It is 12.51 a.m. Mountain yeah. Standard Time. That's the only time zone that counts as far as I'm concerned. That's where the web sometimes, uh, sometimes uh what do you call it? Midwest, Central Time, whatever. When you're in Texas, Central Time counts, but that's it. Uh, that shit was funny when um, when you and Lode worked together on the phone like that to fuck with those people. I really liked that. Yeah, and we're probably going to be seeing a lot more of that. 
that and may... the next couple, of, <laughs> the next couple of forever. Oh, that's great, man! I I can't wait to see that. And I mean, we've had a. I mean, that's been our most successful one yet. We've had a couple, and also, I would also like to uh, just clarify: it was not just me and Load. My next door neighbor uh, was in on this too. He was the he was like the sidekick you see in the hood there. Yeah, and it's like, confusing because it there's a helper. And, and I'm like, who's that motherfucker skulking around with a hood yeah. on, like, making it look even sketchier than it already is? Yeah, I mean, like, everyone's showing up. I mean, most of these people that, like, show up and, like, stay there are high on methamphetamine. Yeah. They're, they're, they're like, scooting around real fast like, and shit. So, like, when there is a, when there are the words, you have been trolled, spray painted in big letters in a garage door, yeah. uh, I notice what happens is same people to leave immediately oh they so they'll People see that i mean stay there and wait for uh, the free shit oh yeah right but <laughs> they're like yeah look at that stupid graffiti somebody really got trolled yeah someone really did and so i don't, I don't know what it is about that methamphetamine but it makes people like super dumb especially uh susceptible to you know waiting around for free shit that doesn't exist Fucking... i mean no they, they, there is free shit that existed the dude just didn't want the bike it's not my fault there wasn't a seat on it and her parts like literally falling off of it when yeah. I like brought it up to him. In front of him. And also it had didn't it have it had gears and shit. He was expecting a fixie. Yeah, I mean it wasn't the bike in the ad, but it was a free bike nonetheless. I don't see what his problem was. He fucking isn't that sped right? away. I'm a certified bike mechanic. That's my brother talking. Oh, speaking of, so that's my brother uh, who was like doing some cool BMX shit on another LRH stream like a couple of months back. If you recall that. If not, you should rewatch that episode. I'll have to go back in the archives. So, uh, what I did, he's a, he's real good at like, like all this BMX shit. He's in this like snowboard scene and like uh, with uh, like Woodward or what. I don't know how all that shit works because I'm straight, but. Um, Woodward anyway, and Bernstein. He's, he's like real good at all that shit. Doing some cool BMX and load. And what happens is right is a little bit before the stream. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. We got. Hey. So I'm still talking on the radio. Sorry. Hey, get the fuck away from him while he finishes this important interview. I think she heard that. Well, I hope she heard that. I won't have to say it again. He said get the fuck away while he finishes this important interview. But I, I was telling him to shut his mouth. And I was telling her to shut her mouth. It's a, friend, it's a friend of mine who does, like, a radio thing I call into and, like, talk about my life. And I've just been talking about... And there's, like, six people. She's like, fucking explain yourself now. What the fuck is this shit? It's my, it's my way of coping with things. <laughs> Dude, tell her you're venting. That's exactly what I just said. Yeah. Now throw the phone against the wall. Huh? Well, uh, I'm talking to you on Skype. I'd rather not throw my laptop against the wall. Make... <laughs> To make a point, hang up the laptop lid really hard. I well, well. Let me finish this conversation, and then, and then, uh, and then, she could talk to me. And she better lower her tone. Okay, I think you should probably uh, be a little bit more respectful at this point. Yeah, you don't want to fuck with me. You definitely don't want to fuck with her. Yeah, she she's the kind of person who enters a home at one a.m. You definitely do not want to fuck with this person. She is the Lebanese Mafia. She is uh, rolling deep right now. The Lebanese Mafia? 
He's just trying to be funny on like his. I know. Tell her, tell her I'm edgy. Uh, is she good at a switchblade? She told you to shut the fuck. Okay, she's she's real drunk and serious. Anyway, so my so when my brother's on the show. I gave him a bunch of peyote and dexedrine. Uh, Let's talk to him instead. I'd rather talk to the peyote guy. Well, he's. I can go get him if you want. Peyote and dexedrine. Keep in mind. Uh, now put the lady on. Uh, well, she just walked to the other part of the house. But anyway, tell her I'd like to apologize. So what ended up is my brother did this two-hour bike uh, BMX stream for LRH on peyote and dexedrine, and uh, after, after two hours, he came in and said he needed a break. He'll be right back out, and the show was over. And he said he thought he was only out there for twenty minutes. How long was he out there? Two hours. <laughs> Hold up, I'm gonna walk in. Hopefully, he's not masturbating. They keep, right now. Uh, and they'll sit there too, and they'll fucking wait. They're just looking around like a okay, dog looks around while it's taking off. a shit. Stop. I'm gonna talk to you later. That hey, that lady is mad. Put tell her I'd like to apologize. No we'll bring her on later. That was Meep Sheep calling into Hate Radio. Uh, that was a barn burner of a phone interview. We got to hear about Paper House Productions coming up. Uh, Motherfuckers uh, fighting in Meep's house. Uh, it's a hard night there at the Meep Sheep household right now. She's like, hey, who are you going to let talk to me like that? That's no way to talk to a lady. But I was getting around to uh, make it a, a more nuanced point about a woman's position in society. I was kind of, I was just turning a mirror on society, man. I thought I was being funny, man. I was being ironic and saying them hurtful things. I was being funny. I was being funny, brother. Dude, Meep's in trouble right now. Because I, uh, I was being ugly to his old lady. Meep sheep. Um, tell that bitch to chill. No. Um, I I couldn't think of anything to say like in the gap because there's this delay on Skype and I like I have to punctuate it just so in order for it to and you know fuck that fuck this whole fucking effort it's a wash the whole meat sheep interview was a wash uh, he, he will never again come on this <laughs> no but that shit was funny on uh on load so he's in the running i forgot to tell him that he's in the running for the contest for trolls and uh and the one i can't talk about and then what was the other one we mentioned it earlier oh yeah not dan uh trolling crabs if you'll recall, not Dan uh, uh, was talking about, uh, you know, it was really just a professional matter. Not Dan was pointing out something um, that turned out to be professionally embarrassing to Brian Krebs personally. So Krebs lashed out at Not Dan, uh, indicating that Not Dan had trolled him um, and really rustled his jimmies, as it were. Which is, uh, which is really fodder for the Russell League out there in the desert, uh, meeting up with Meep Sheep. They had something to talk about that night. So that was, uh, I thought that was pretty cool because uh, it, was a, it was a trolling on a professional level, like top of the, you know, Brian Krebs, the top of whatever little empire he sits on, was rattled by this one motherfucker on the internet. Brian Krebs does this very ugly thing publicly doxing him. I think that gets you banned from Twitter if he had just done it through the, those channels in particular. Or maybe he had to delete the tweet or something. Whatever the fuck it was. 
he did that. So that's the other one. And I will ask my friend if I'm allowed to uh, publish hers or if I'm allowed to refer to it or talk about it at all. And then maybe maybe you fucks will just vote on the concept of the joke. <laughs> like, that one has potential. That could have been cool. But I, and I can only assure you that it was, uh, unless I get permission. It has to do with a certain... Um, I don't even... It has to do with dick pics. These these dudes will send dick pics, like unsolicited dick pics, right? And some people who are in certain circles are prone to getting dick pics from very important people that uh, that that assume that by virtue of their importance, their sheer immensity of a career behind them, that that will be enough that any lady that might receive that picture of this guy's fucking hog is not going to tell her friends, the news media, hate second internet chronicle, and so on. Like, who the fuck do you think you are? You think these chicks, like, oh, that, that penis is attached to a powerful, wealthy man. Like, that's not getting them wet, dude. They don't give a fuck about that. Show her a picture of your of your goddamn nest where you're going to take her back and fuck her. You know what I mean? I mean, they don't want to see your fucking nasty tool that's already been in a bunch, you know? You've been smearing that thing around every toilet seat this side of the Mississippi. They don't want to see that shit. They don't even really want to think about it until it's inside them. And, you know, they don't want to know. They're probably happier just to do it with the lights off. They don't want to see your fucking hogs. But uh, these powerful people will uh, send certain other folks uh, pictures of their cocks. Let's take another caller. Why not, right? Uh, Radio Hate, Chronicle.su, you're on the air. What's up? It's me, Sheep, again. Oh, what's so up, Sheep? She just totally passed out. Oh, she was upset. She was really, well, she said, who calls me a lady? She's not happy about that. I'm no lady. I can also live two states away from you, if you're curious. But um, uh, in, in more breaking news, so what I have right here is a live interview with you, with my brother, uh, a.k.a. Matt Hoffman. Matt. Uh, who did two hours worth of uh, live BMX on LRH, high on peyote and dexedrine, a.k.a. dextroamphetamine. And he's in bed. He's trying to get some sleep because he has high school tomorrow. But he is, uh, he's ready and willing for an interview with Radio Hate. Yeah, and here he is. What's up, Matt? What's up? Hey, uh, hey, Matt, uh, congratulate your brother real quick because uh, he is a nominee in a contest that the Chronicle.su is running on Greatest Trolls of 2019. Um, yeah. Meep, I didn't meep, even meep, Sheep, I need to congratulate Holy you. Shit, I didn't even know that myself. I held, we're, all, we're doing a group hug here with our fucking dog, Billy. So we, we are, we are group hugging here. So, uh... Make a little cuddle puddle and uh, just <laughs> and God bless Chronicle. Uh, yes, go ahead. No with homo there. No homo. So it's it's even if balls touch, it's not gay if you say no homo. Sure, and you kept your socks on. I'm trying to get some suggestions from the audience. We've already got a few. There's a few. Um, I'll, I guess Man, I'll put you, a Twitter poll out. This motherfucker you're talking to right here did two hours worth of BMX live on LRH. Hey, people were these speakers were showing up for this fake copper wiring. High on peyote and dexedrine, 
and uh, ask away. So, Matt. Did feel really strange thinking the sun went down in like 20 minutes? Yeah, he thought it was only 20 minutes. Oh, so you were there uh, thinking that night was about to turn into day? Or day was turning to night? No, day did turn to night over the course of like two hours, but I just thought it was like 20 minutes, so it was real strange. It was, um... Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty that's pretty funny, man. So these people show up. They're like, "All right, is this the guy?" And so, but you just happened to be on the scene, to um, tripping out. Oh yeah, so there were these two like fat Mexican bitches who pull up in like a beat ass car, and they're asking me some shit. I don't even remember what. Um, I'm sure I gave them some cracked out response, but they eventually left. Uh, drove down the alley from my brother's apartment, not very far, like only a couple not of... Like, like, like 10 feet. Yeah, like 10 feet. Got out and just started digging through a random dumpster after they discovered that they would not be getting their free shit. Oh, they're like, I'm going to get something out of this trip. Here's a dumpster. Here I go. The first dumpster they saw, they oh, just started this digging. Dude, Andre De La Soul is his name. This dude do uh, Astrid MacFags pretty well. Andre De La Soul. Oh, is, that the, is that the chick I saw the video of today? Yeah, I I I, oh, I mean, I've told you multiple to times. That. that was a little while ago, but yeah. I, I introduced him to Astro MacFrag today because, uh, as I explained, part of the name of my um, my uh, agency I'm founding is halfway a tribute to Astro. Paper House yeah. Productions. Because it's a song by a band she introduced me to. What was the band? Can. C-A-N. It's a German band, but the front man is Japanese. And you remember the last time the Germans and Japanese collaborated and how fucking cool it was? Here's, We're talking like six million kind of cool. Yeah, now we got can. Plus. Uh, definitely on the But continue plus, with this guys. interview with Matt Hoffman. It's rare you get a BMX legend who already killed himself on the show. No, Dave Mir is the one who killed himself. Oh, is he? No, Matt Hoffman's still alive. He's Damn, still doing oh, the same. shit. Okay. No, Dave Mir killed himself. Damn. And it was, uh, he, he live-streamed it, too. Somebody said, Dave, no. I don't think that happened. I think he was high in peyote and dexedrine. He killed He had a yeah, revolver and a paper out. bag. He pulled it out in front of everybody. And he <laughs> was, was like, everybody, no, everybody just calm down. You know, you remember that? Forty in that bag. Was that not him? I think, okay, wait, if this, is, is this legitimately true that you're talking about? Uh, uh, oh no! That, wait, I think that was uh, that was. So all I know is okay. I I knew one of them killed himself. Apparently, it was Dave Mira, not yeah. because I had both their video games. But I got them confused. Yeah, I think it was Bud Dwyer. Was, oh no! It was Bud. Look, it was Bud Dwyer. It was Bud Dwyer. It was not oh, yeah. Mira. It was Bud Dwyer. Well, Mira also killed himself, but not like that. But you're Bud Dwyer, right? <laughs> was, sure. uh, I thought that was Mira. How did Mira do it? I think he just shot himself in his truck. He did. <laughs> Chris told me the day after that. Oh, yeah. my God, dude. Well, anyway, so speaking of Chris, this is my old roommate. If you look up this dude's name, Chris Miller on Urban Dictionary is the number one entry. He's like a local legend. And so Chris Miller is, uh, and I 
I put this in for an Urban Dictionary, but the whole fucking community here upvoted it. A Chris Miller is when you drink one beer in the morning before you leave to work and one beer in your car on the way to work. Oh, that sounds nice. You feel nice and warm and bubbly coming into the office. Yeah, and he worked for Enterprise Rent-A-Car, and he'd continue drinking throughout the day while picking up people. <laughs> I think and my fucking Rent-A-Car like, guy was drunk. Everyone, like, keep that in mind. Like, my old roommate is like a young alcoholic. One, like one of those people that was way too young to have been an alcoholic on the level he was. A little bit. Yeah. And he was driving people around like no problem all day at Enterprise. So, like, every time you have a cab driver, Uber driver, enterprise driver, whatever, just keep that in mind. They are probably going around toasted, and if their breath is really good, they've just been drinking mouthwash. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's more of a fucking, like, uh, thing from, like, where we came from. But... Yeah, but that's also, like, you know, you can't blame them. I used to know this guy. I used to know this guy, Mouthwash Mike. <laughs> For drinking, known for drinking mouthwash. No, I didn't know him. Actually, this other guy knew him. Oh, you don't. So, like, so here's a funny. Is like, so I got a friend of mine who moved down from here, from Den, from Denver. He actually lived in Grand Junction, which is like a different kind of white trash part of Colorado, different down to Durango, which is the like Four Corners here. What happened at the Four Corners? Where'd you guys go? There you were. Oh, it's a little laggy. Fuck. We grew up dude. in Farmington, New Mexico. Sorry, let me move into the other room. Let me Good move night. into the Good other night, room. Dave. He's got to go to high school tomorrow. He's going to high school? To he was tripping yeah, peyote and he was school. going to high school, fucking drinking, chilling on... Doing, doing the dream. I mean, that's like, Dude. I guess that helps you in high school. I gotta say, man, your brother's cool as fuck. He is cool as fuck, isn't he? I could see that guy smoking a doobie, like, right in front of a cop and just doing a BMX trick and getting out of it. Yeah. He did in front of a bunch of old people tonight. <laughs> old people get so mad at stuff. Yeah, except, so, I said the word nigger in front of all these old people tonight. Holy shit. Get their what happened? Well, so, the one person who didn't get mad was that one chick who just got really mad on the phone. Oh, yeah, she I could hear she that. She's fine, you. dude. You call her a lady and it's over. But anyway, uh, what story was I getting at there? Uh, you were just getting to the point where he blacked out. Yeah, it was something before that. It was, uh, let's see, here, uh, uh, let's see, BMX, uh, Matt, Dave Mirror killed himself live on LRH with a 40 in a paper bag. God damn, dude, no shit. Um... He killed himself. Did he say why he was going to do it? Did he make a big thing of it? I think he said he was doing it um, to encourage him to release the truth about 9-11. And uh, LRH was the platform he needed. I mean, like, if you were going to kill your, like, if you're a famous person and you're going to kill yourself to make a public statement about 9-11, like, what, where would you do it? I would, uh... Well, I, I would go on TV and pull it out of a brown paper bag, and uh, that would be my avenue. They're saying, Bud, no. <laughs> Bud, no. <laughs> Bud, no. Not, let me tell you something. Nothing get a boomer's attention quicker than the word nigger. Oh yeah. Well, hey man, that's a that's a real attention grabber, dude. I was I saw this 
comedian the other night, Rick Shapiro. Dude is funny as fuck. He, he's an ben older. Uh, <laughs> well, that was the uh, joke going around. You know what I mean? But it, but he's like kind of like an. I don't I don't know how to describe him, but he's like he would be outside of that reference because he's like an older guy. He's kind of like just mm-hmm. coming back to comedy, but the dude is a fucking legend. And uh, a New York crowd at a at a burlesque house is ready for anything. They're ready for the nastiest of the nasty, right? He's got an old joke that he was doing. Like I remember back in two thousand seven, he'd still had this joke where he was like. You can call a. It, it's not racist to call a. I forgot even the race. To call a, a Puerto Rican a, or something like that, and it was like we get it, dude. You're, you're doing your absurdist act, and uh, it was quiet. Uh, the room got quiet. Uh, you could feel the room pull back, and I'm watching Rick. <laughs> and I'm watching <laughs> Rick feel the room pull back, and I'm like, oh my god, dude. And, and, it was uh, weird. In my experience, using the word nigger in public, it only makes black people like you. There's a certain – dude, there's a certain crowd that will accept a white person saying it. Like you can you know, you know, can pull that shit in prison and well, it's like, like another uh, thing. Last, this is about two weeks ago. I'm sure you're familiar with E is MC squared. Uh, Emmy? Yes. And not heroin Emmy but E-M-M-M-I-M-E. Right. So there's this bar we frequent that I introduced her to, by the way. I was there first in Denver. It's this Grateful Dead bar. A lot of good people there. It's like Cheers, but the, uh, like, way more, like, uh, fucked up depressing version. Uh, yeah, dude. Uh, everybody is – everybody knows your name. Where everyone knows your name. <laughs> yeah, we know your you fucking name, dude. And you're not welcome there. Yeah, we know your name. <laughs> not me. I'm – so I'm actually uh, – this – so – just to give you an idea what this place is like, I am one of the people who is like very, very welcome there because I'm on the list of people of regulars who is considered to not be a troublemaker. Well, so you're the norm. You walk in and they really do throw up their hands. They're like, meep sheep. Isn't Emmy and I are both considered non-troublemakers. Yeah. You won't throw a glass of bourbon. We won't try and cook crack in the bathroom. But uh, what does it smell like, by the way, crack? I don't know. I don't think any like that's just. I don't think anyone's ever tried to cook crack. I don't think crack exists, as far as I know. Yeah, I've, I haven't heard of it. I've never heard of crack. Like I've never heard of anyone using crack. I think crack went extinct when Ronald Reagan went out of office. It's it's going strong here in New York City, man. Oh, okay. It doesn't exist out here in Colorado. We got meth. Meth is a big thing. Heroin came around a couple. Heroin is like it had its peak, and I was going out, which is fortunate because like. Just from like watching like these trends in the neighborhood, I could, like heroin people are a lot more desperate than meth people. But like, yeah, methamphetamine was the big thing. They steal, man. Heroin people steal a lot. Meth people yeah, steal know, too, yeah, but they do these cartoonish people. thefts where they steal a TV out of a nursing home or something. It's hilarious. Yeah. See, these heroin people are, or no, 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 these methamphetamine people are at least like alert and awake and active. And they can collect tin cans or do whatever they need. These heroin people like pass out. They wake up and they need more heroin. They'll do whatever they need within an hour to get that. Yeah, they're getting sick. They're shitting in the street. They're fucking. Yeah. It's on their clothes. Disgusting. Thankfully, meth is back on the rise and heroin is going out. Uh, in this little town uh, where I used to live, it was everybody was on pills and meth. You know, it was both. It was it was equal, man. You want oxies, I mean, you want footballs. 
Oh, Oxy. Okay, yeah, those are bad pills. Oh, want you know, Percocets. Pills. Yeah, got, you know what? They got to just stop. They got to cut all that shit out. You know, we got amphetamines. We got the Adderalls, <laughs> aka, like, they called those bifetamines back in the 60s and all that. But, like, y'all got, got Oxys. But, like, those got, we got to be pumping. Because, like, back in the 60s, there were, like, 50 forms of Adderall. And, like, Johnny Cash, Jerry Lewis, everyone was on these. And that's why we had. All this great music, Roy Orbison, hit after hit after hit. And then they introduce these painkillers, and that's when it just goes to shit. Y'all got them little white pills? You got Percocets? Y'all want footballs or bars? Like Whatever you got, baby, I'll just take whatever you got. Charlene will suck you off if you need it. You know, back in the day, they had these things called Black Widows. And they what they were is a form of Adderall. Not, so amphetamine mixed salts, no methamphetamine, amphetamine mixed salts, we, and they had such a perfect combination. You can look at Black Widows, a.k.a. Black Beauties, a.k.a. whatever, um, and they, it was, they made such a perfect combination of, like, the combination of, like, the delayed release with the instant, with everything, that, like, one of them would keep you going for 14 hours, and they just, like, took them off the market because they're way too good. Oh, yeah, 14 hours is the Goldilocks zone of what you want there. Exactly, and that's that's how you get your Chris Christophersons, your Johnny Cashes, your Waylon Jennings. You're like, God, holy shit! How could like no wonder we're not pumping out ledges yeah. anymore. Like, what are, is Kendrick Lamar? Like, no one's gonna know who Kendrick Lamar is in ten years. Yeah, they're on this shit that uh, kills them instantly and fucking just you know yeah. puts you in a bed. <laughs> if you ain't gonna see like commercials for Taco Bell at age seventy yeah. when you're like modern drugs, we got to get. We got to get the the fucking black widows back. People with uh, people who are already celebrities by twenty one, and then they're fucking dead. Like you never knew who they were. They were just huge on Instagram for a second, and yeah. then boom, dead. My, so the boss, the one I hate that I'm quitting from tomorrow, he has tattoos on every part of his body except his face, which I'm sure is next. No judgment against that, but he's got like rest in peace, little Pete tattoo yeah. and shit. And oh, little Pete. It's hard to respect someone like that. Yeah, man. Little Peep. That's funny, man. That's fucking funny. This guy's a cartoon character. He was real depressed the day Mac Miller died. I was kind of sad about it, but like he was real beat up about it. And it's just, it's like, what he's, you know, like it's, it's going to be a real fucking sad day the day Bob Dylan dies. It's going to be a real fucking sad day the day Willie Nelson dies. But little, little Peep, Mac Miller, they ain't shit. Yeah. Even though, even if Bob Dylan's not releasing another, like, a Rolling Stone right now, he's still fucking touring and playing and uh you know what'd be cool is He's my um, favorite of all time when you when you quit your job tomorrow there's going to be some kind of conversation right probably not no it's just going to be like a walkout well i think i explained it what i'm going to do uh i'm going to set the johnny classic johnny paycheck song oh you're actually going to do that I, yeah no i'm serious I, that's what i'm going to do I thought you were just uh, hamming it up because you're on hate radio. Dude, are you going to record this? what I'm going to do. And the thing is, I tried quitting this job like a month ago. I got a week of paid vacation and like blah, blah, blah. And I thought it was going to be better. And it's just, so again, my stepfather died. My stepfather, who's halfway like my real father in a lot of ways. Um, I got Monday off for it. I tried working uh, yesterday and this dude treated me like absolute garbage. So no, like... I mean, conversation. He knows what's coming. 
I, I'm not leaving them in a position. Uh, I've left documentation for everything uh, other than like the, sh- the clients I'm going to try and steal from them. But like, no, that's actually what I'm going to do. That's, uh, you know, it's interesting, man. Um, that you're just gonna, you're just gonna pull, you're just gonna do this song, and then that's gonna be the thing. It's gonna kind of set the tone for. You're just gonna be like, oh yeah, that maybe that's uh, he was playing that song yesterday. That's why he's not here today. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's gonna be it. It'll be a subliminal quitting. I think he'll get the message like the minute like, so he might not be in like again it's going to be on loop so he might not be in the minute it starts oh. he might be in a meeting he might be doing cocaine and lying that he's in a meeting but he'll be back and he's going to hear that and he'll get the message and then he'll hear it again and then he'll hear it again and it'll really set in and, and then he might before he can stop it he might end up hearing it a third time we can only hope so. Which would be hilarious. It'd be cool if we could get I video mean, of him reacting he, to it. The third time, it means maybe his music his music preferences are getting a little better from fucking Lil Peep. Yeah, Lil Peep. Honestly, like I can, so that dude, uh, he played a little bit. He plays that shit sometimes when it's just us in the office. We got so the the only person I feel bad for is the graphic design dude, the graphic design slate or roadie. He's this Mexican dude. He just doesn't talk a lot. He's Mexican. But I'm also going to email him tomorrow and let him know, like, hey, I'm starting my own shit. If things go south, I can, like, help you out here. Because um, he's the only person I, like, if, these co- if this company fucking uh, goes under, he's the only person I'd actually, like, feel sympathy for. And I want him to have some kind of safety net. And now that I have the ability to provide that, I'd like to give that to him. Uh, I'd like to give him a, a hand job myself. But you do you. I mean, like, don't. I'll give him a hand job for you. Oh yeah. Yeah. You play with the but, balls. But, but, huh? You play with the balls. Give him a little tickle. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, like, you, you know, Mexicans they kind of have small penises, but like, I'll do my best. You, you'll uh, fondle it at the very least. I will do my absolute best. Maybe even a little tongue in there. Um, you're quitting with style. Got to hand it to you. I am, and I'm pretty proud of myself for it. I'll tell him to take this job and shove it. You know what? what? he can do. What a fucking asshole. Working. This he guy, an asshole, you know? he lets this his cocaine dude, psychosis fucking uh, rule the way he my, behaves. My, my grandmother, who drove here from New Mexico. He ruined your nan. Yeah. What a fucking cunt piece of shit. Fuck this guy. Says Meep Sheep. We are uh, sending that motherfucker off. What a cunt. I want to be a cocaine monster and uh, fuck, you know, fuck with everybody's lives. Not tonight. I don't understand how people get addicted to cocaine. But listen to the story. It's a it's a little bit gauche. Well, here's the thing: is I know someone who might be considered a drug kingpin. Uh, kingpin. You know a kingpin, or uh, you at one time were a kingpin. I know a kingpin. 
Uh, is he cool? Does does he play it fast and loose? He's a real cool, he's a Christian man. Uh, one time he kicked in and he kicked me and Emmy out of his place at six in the morning because he and his wife had to get ready for church after uh, handing us a bunch of free cocaine and nitrous oxide. Yeah. Real good, like real good Christian man. Um, it just his life happened. His you know livelihood happens to be selling cocaine and LSD. Um, but we were talking about like cocaine addiction one time, and like I don't understand how people get addicted to that shit. Because I personally, uh, at this point in my life, I don't really care to ever use cocaine. It's uh, it's not enjoyable to me. I don't judge other people for it. My grandfather. Uh, so my grandfather. Quick story here. He's a real proud patriot. He is what you call a Vietnam-era serviceman. Yeah, those and guys are bad I mean, motherfuckers. By that I mean, instead of uh, fucking driving to Canada to drive like some stupid hippie motherfucker, he went up and signed up to the National Guard in his hometown of El Paso. And he's stationed in his hometown of El Paso. That's, and in Vietnam, yeah. his job was... Uh, so that's where they uh, dumped out their excess ammunition. And he told me, him and his buddies went out, and uh, their job was to snort cocaine in the desert and shoot off all these turrets. And the government was paying them to do it. And he's a real patriot. God damn. Just shoot them guns, Tommy. So anyway, so again, I don't have judgment against people for using cocaine. I've done cocaine. It's a hoot and a holler sometimes. Hey, if it helps but, you shoot a turret, then my, you know more power to you. And uh, fucking help the help of the U.S. out during the Vietnam War? Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah dude, it, it helped us out of a war. Addicted to it. I don't understand because it's not a physical. It's not. It is not at all a physically addicted drug. It's as a stabilizing drug. As William as William Burroughs put it in Naked Lunch, a uh, you know a heroin addict will fucking like shit them like they will do anything. They'll suck a dick because their like metabolism is shitting themselves and their body can't work without heroin. A cocaine addict might fucking drive across town and back and do whatever they can to try and find until one in the morning. But they go to bed at the end of the night without cocaine. Um, and so this cocaine kingpin and I were talking about this and he was telling me about like, you know, the reasons people actually get addicted to the people don't get addicted to cocaine. They get addicted to spending money. They get addicted to showing people that they can spend money and all kinds of stuff like that. And it just makes you continuously like lose respect for like anyone who has a like issue with cocaine. Cause they, they just, they disrespect uh, money. They just kind of piss it away. Yeah, it's it's not even just a disrespect of money; it's a disrespect of themselves and like everything. Because again, they're they're getting themselves addicted to they're make they're getting addicted to a drug that's not really addictive. They're just getting addicted to like the ideas that surround this. Yeah, it's a personality changing drug. It's kind of like if you're going to keep doing my, it. My boss. Yeah, and uh, he used to be a cool dude, and I that's part of the reason I was here for so long, and now. He is not a cool dude. It has sucked the entire personality out of him. As uh, Kakuma put it on an LRH a while back describing uh, benzodiazepine addicts, but I feel it, like it applies here. He turned him into like a black and white Looney Tunes cartoon that is just like doing the same erratic thing over and over again. Yeah, just some kind of an insane fucking uh, hats off to you freak out. Mm-hmm. Over and, and over, repeatedly. I'm, Insanity. Especially, yeah, and especially, like, at least benzodiazepines are something you, like, do get metabolic, metabolically addicted to. Cocaine is, like, something, like... It just, it changes you. I, I used to know this guy. 
he ran a, a computer company called Advanced Computers. It was a successful computer repair business. This was in the late 90s, early 2000s. And uh, everything was going great for him. Dude had a boat. He drove a classic car to work every day. Things were going great. And somebody at a party fucking showed him cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> And, dude, it started raining in his boat. He didn't give a shit. The fucking tarp had fallen in. The outboard motor was exposed where he had taken it apart just to see how it worked. He'd fucking take bikes apart. He chained a dog to a tree and let the fucking dog die. The guy, his life just fell apart around him until the uh, city came. The city of Nashville came and condemned his house and said it was, like, unfit for human because he had just let it go to waste. And, uh... This sounds like someone who was uh, filmed in the film Gummo at some point. <laughs> he, at the end, of you know, he was like, Gummo would have intersected with this guy, like, where he is now, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Fucking, uh... Cocaine. And he gets ladies to sleep with him for yeah, cocaine. He's, the bumper has fallen off of his classic car, so he's just driving around with the shit tied on, and he was Bad. burning he was burning trash in his basement. To stay warm, he was burning old styrofoam and shit in a little pot-bellied stove down in his basement. Well, it filled up with black smoke, and finally the whole thing caught fire, and he burned his own house down. That he was condemned from even using in the first place. (laughs) 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 His life just totally went to shit. He's fucking showing up at the VA for dental work that they give to, like, bums. And that just... It's just fucking sad. This is a drug. You can withdraw from this drug entirely and not have... You will not have withdrawal symptoms other than, like... I mean, like, you might have symptoms from, like, not being awake or whatever, but, like, this drug presents no serious withdrawal symptoms. It seems to just tempt the user into a state of, like, where they adopt the... The uh, they sort of internalize the the effects of the drug as attitudes that come out as like selfishness and it's obstinance. Just, it's straight up evil. And you know, um, hold up, I'm trying to find my penis pump for like bottle opener so I can open this beer. Yeah, real dude, quick. fucking crank that hog. Let's hear what it sounds like. Um, Live on the air. Fuck, where's that? I hope my brother didn't steal that from me. That's a good bottle opener. Beep sheep likes to crank oh. his hog on hate radio. Meep Sheep is uh, tearing his house apart looking for a bottle opener on Radio I found Hate. It. I found it. The resolution to the mad search for a bottle opener is brought to you proudly by Liebel Droker Incorporated, the ugly multinational corporation that controls every aspect of your sad, pathetic lives. Uh, we're listening to Meep Sheep drink uh, beer. What kind of beer are you having there? So this is a Michelob Ultra. And this is a beer I would never pay money for myself. A domestic but beer. But my stepfather, my stepfather left a good deal of these behind. And for one, he owed me for a lot of whiskey I bought in the past couple months because yeah. my mom didn't allow him to have it himself. But regardless, I know he wouldn't have uh, wanted somebody to put these to good use. Did you check your mom cool to dude. make sure she's uh, she's still breathing and everything? Uh, she's good. I already did. like I like, I did for a while. Like I know, like I watched her for a while. Like she's gonna be okay. Uh, Whatever. She, like, she I, like looking pretty good right now. She's in bed. Like however much val I took the alcohol away. How much Valium or whatever she took, she's gonna be okay. Uh, it was 
So your brother's getting up for school, but he was just on Radio Hate? He's asleep right now, I assume. That's awesome. I put my little brother on this show one time. Nice. How'd that go? I called, uh, His name was Nate Hate for the night, and I I can't really remember how it went. I guess it was fine. I mean, it was... Yeah. <laughs> so I put my brother on LRH, and now I put him on, L- on Radio Hate. Have you ever have- um, had a gym teacher that was, like, inappropriate or did gross shit in front of you? Only a female one. Oh, yeah? What'd she do? She made me finger her vagina. No fucking way. Huh? A PE coach? No, but I wish. I had this hot one in middle school. Oh, man. I, I had the hots for my speech teacher. I would stay after class and fucking try to get her to molest me. Yeah, I wish this coach would have molested me, but she didn't. Um, You got to put out the signals, man. If, if you're going to get them to commit a sex crime on you and fucking put their lives and careers in jeopardy, you got to be one hot sweet little piece of ass, you know what I mean? I mean, you know, I realize that you just, you don't think about those things when you're 12. No, you gotta, uh, you get, you really you gotta do. overextend really? to get raped. <laughs> well, you were saying. Um, I remember this other time, my one of my mom's uh, friends came over. She was drunk, mom was drunk, it was really... Hey, my, so my mom was staying here, I thought it was fucked. Oh, she yeah? tried hitting the, like, 16, and like, the one who bitched you out just now. Oh, dude, she didn't sound as hot on the phone as you're describing her. She's super hot. I'm talking, like, babe yeah. level. I'm, like, I'm keeping my voice now because she's probably still awake, but, like, and I'm not trying to, uh, like, I legitimately respect her as a uh, woman. I think she actually isn't, like, an intellectual and stuff like that. Yeah, Part she's, of like, she's hot. Uh, who, who's calling me a lady? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, but, uh, lady... Mm-hmm. She was not. She didn't like that. But she's not a fan of that. She'll come I around, and uh, maybe we'll get her on the show and have her ride the Sibian. She's been on the show already. Let's see if we get her on the show. <laughs> she's flying back home to South Carolina tomorrow, but she's coming back out on Wednesday. We'll give her a chance to redeem herself with a little Howard Stern material. So yeah, dude. I so uh, this chick was twenty four when I was eleven, and she I was in bed, and she came in to comfort me while. The, there was a meltdown in the living room. me. And I fucking, dude, and she was like, hey, man, you know, it sucks, but at least you can go to school and, and tell your classmates that you were in bed with a 24-year-old woman last night. And I thought, oh, my fucking God, let's, let's, let's do this right fucking now. Yes, please. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and nothing came of it because you, I didn't know that I needed to overextend myself if I was going to get any wet, wet. Oof. It would have been my first, but I was fucking... Wet, wet. Are you talking pussy or are you talking Sherman? Well, both. That's why they're, you say it twice. Oh. And uh, it would have been... Dude, it would have been awesome. I would have totally fucking... Pussy. Yeah. Get it all. Give her the Sherman wet, wet. And... Um, Damn. 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 I, so dude. funny story earlier tonight. We were at this. Uh, so there was this party, like in memorial of my uh, stepfather, and like all his old people friends are there and shit like that. Wait, am I still on here? We're live on the air. Okay, cool. It's just the the browser like started like froze up. That's just my shitty Firefox. 
Yeah, Firefox so anyway, so hates Twitch. Out, like, one person's house, we're there, and then we uh, moved down to like this fire pit down at the uh, lake. And uh, my mom was uh, at home and like I guess taking pills and drinking at that point. Get her wild. friend was there and was like, and like I pull out a blunt, and she's asking me like, what is this? And I told her it's Love Boat. And she asked me what that is. I told her it's PCP, and she was legitimately scared from it. And I was like giving like my, my little brother PCP and oh, shit. Oh, that's crazy. But there's shit I want. Yeah. But she was like, really was like interrogating me to make sure I was not giving people PCP. Yeah, she dialed nine one and was watching to wait to dial one again. <laughs> she was what? Gonna call the fucking police on you. Uh, yes, there's a child on PCP uh, breaking gonna... down one wall after another. Yes, yeah, well, only black people do that on PCP. <laughs> They'll tear down a whole fence. So the thing is, like, um, so I'm not a psychologist, but in a year I will be. Uh, I will be obtaining my uh, degree in not not just regular psychology, but research psychology. I'm getting a bachelor's of science. I'm not fucking around with any yeah, bachelor's of art shit. I'm not a faggot. So I've taken pharmacology, I've done all that, and uh, as part of that, I've had to, like, I uh, had to read this article and shit, talking about how, um, basically, as we all know, different drugs affect different people differently, and that's based on your genetic makeup. Uh, one way of describing certain genetic makeups is uh, the way is what we refer to as a race or ethnicity in this modern world. That's uh, one of the and categories of the Killbot technology by Lebel Droker Incorporated. They want to know race, they want to know gender, they want to know nationality. Circumstances, there are drugs that affect people differently based on what we would call quote-unquote race. Um, the example I had to read was apparently there's like heart drug that was like real good for everyone with like heart problems except people of like southeastern Asian descent or whatever. What did it and do to it, them? like did the opposite. I uh, made them die because they had heart problems and just exhausted them. Damn. Um, so PCP. So my stepfather, the one who died recently, he is a product of the uh, late sixties and seventies. He gave me a lot of interesting advice and shit like that. He uh, he's the individual who, who. So one night we're in my mom to serve dinner, just me and him sitting at the table. My brother, I don't know, he's at school or I'm losing way. But I told him that I just finished reading The Doors of Perception, and he stared off into space for a long time, and he told me. I haven't read the doors of reception in 30 years. And he stared up to space longer, and he told me to read the electric Kool-Aid test when he came back. Kim, Kim, Kim Kesey. Yeah. One, one, time he, one time at dinner, he asked me if I knew where to find reds. And um, this was after I'd already sold like pot to him and stuff. He's like, do you know where to get reds? Damn, dude. And I was like, I don't think that people do that anymore. Yeah, where can I get we some quaaludes? Yeah, oh, no, so another time at dinner, uh, my mom made a comment, like, quaaludes are extinct, and he said, you can still find quaaludes, you can still get quaaludes. Um, excuse me, you can still get quaaludes. That's not how he said he said, you can still get quaaludes. And did she look at him like, let's get some motherfucking quaaludes, baby? No, I think... No, no, no. I looked at him like, where do I find these? <laughs> yeah, you gotta go. So he asked me where to find reds. Yeah. Which, if you're not familiar, refers to secobarbital, which was uh, living on reds and vitamin C on cocaine. Um, uh, 
You have what a Grateful Dead. There? They were high on that train. You went to that Grateful Dead bar and heard that. Uh, yeah, well, I heard that before that, but I heard that before. I heard I was in high school. I was like 17 when he asked me if I knew where to get reds. I should have. I, should, I, I guess I just should have told him like I know where to get Xanax, and it's like well, like the same thing. Yeah, well, it made him happy. Day. Yeah, just feed feed Pep Pep some fucking Xanax, dude. It does. It's okay, it's okay. I rated I rated his pharmaceuticals because my mom didn't know where they were, but he told me where they were stashed, and I rated those recently already. I sold off all the opiates because I don't like doing those, but I kept all the uh, cyclobenzaprine, Valium, and whatnot, and those are like stashed away for a later time. Monkey Touches um, in the chat says, LOL, this guy is such a deadbeat. He says, Quaaludes are uh, in South Africa right now. We could go get some. They actually, no, they do. Yeah, so they do, uh, they are prescribed in South Africa. Cause oh. it's, uh, so here's what I've always thought about Quaaludes. Like, they're, they're kind of like a, uh, like, seen as like a mystical, like, legacy kind of drug. But if you, so here's something to keep in mind is methamphetamine was available over the counter until 1964. Like people, so uh, as part of my um, like uh, psychology degree in my research psych, I have done a lot of research and I've done multiple term papers on the uh, amphetamine class of drugs. Now you know where to get it. Well, so methamphetamine was a huge epidemic um, in the late 50s and early 60s. Methamphetamine was a popular ingredient in diet pills. And you could just get it over the counter, no prescription, no questions asked, no ID, no nothing. And then uh, after 1964, you just needed a prescription to get meth. And like, it was like, you know, getting Adderall nowadays, which is not the same thing at all, which uh, people try and compare it to. And it's like, it, it is not. I'm not going to get into like the exact uh, chemistry of it. Yeah, we don't need to break um, it down to the fucking molecular a, level. Well, I mean, if you break down the molecular level, you know, people try and compare meth to Adderall and say, like, it is like, you know, there's an extra, um, like, like five atoms in meth. And uh, they try and, like, oh, it's the same thing. But there's there's one extra atom in um, hydrogen peroxide than there is in H2O. And your body uh, metabolizes both of those very different. Let's, uh, let's, let's test it out here on the show. We'll see what happens, right? Let's test what? Uh, we, I got some hydrogen peroxide in the next room, and I have here oh, on my... Oh, drink some. Go. So first drink some H2O, some regular water. I mean, like, you know, tap water, is, it's not straight H2O, but it's close enough. Drink some of that. Then go drink some hydrogen peroxide, which is going to be at least, like, 70% H2O. But even so, drink some of that and see what happens. And that's, uh, that's the difference between meth and Adderall. Yeah, that's uh, and that's the difference between somebody writing a term paper and uh, tweaking out in front of the drugstore. You taking apart like stereo and shit, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And leaving it out in the rain. You could get meth um, over the counter, um, so very, in diet pills and shit until nineteen sixty four. Then you just need the prescription. And the whole point here is, uh, in I think it was seventy four, the government seriously cracked down on. Uh, prescription methamphetamine and people figured out so they you could still technically get prescription methamphetamine as you probably know it's sold under the trade name disoxin it's not very common um but when they really kept when they cut down on it uh like again not totally made it illegal but cut down on it 
people figured out how to make that shit at home real fucking quick. Quaaludes, they straight up banned, and no one bothered to like figure out how to like make it at home or like yeah. whatever. So whatever that was, it's gone now. It was some magic pixie medicine. Like they must not have been that good realistically. Uh, I heard a realistic depiction of them uh, was supposed to be in that Wolf of Wall Street when the guy separated from his spinal cord, basically. Uh, an old person earlier tonight told me the same thing. They're they're crawling around, just trying like they're like noodles flopping around, trying to get up on the phone and drive a car through the city and shit. Yeah, which I mean, you know, we got all kinds of pills these days to do the same thing. <laughs> yeah, they'll put you on the floor, man. Yeah, yeah, no one needs to make that shit at home. I saw this chick at the store. She just wanted to shop at everything at that ground level. She she was on some fucking. Uh, she was on some uh, like muscle, some head muscle relaxers and some fucking Xanax or something. She was crawling around like I, Resident I Evil, man. Xanax goes out. I can I tell you what, like I cannot wait till they like get rid of that Xanax. It is one drug that needs to go away. Uh, one of my best friends is fucking in bed, mute from from Xanax. It has basically it's wrecked her body and turned her into just a a cluster of nerve endings, basically. Yeah, it's not a good thing. You know, Xanax is like uh, we sh- you know we might as well bring quaaludes or Reds or something back and like like and then and like to so say that Xanax kind of shit because Xanax, what it is. Xanax is a uh, so it it has a very short half life, so it leaves your body very quickly, and that's why it is so incredibly addictive as compared to all of these other downers we've had before. Because you got to get more of that and good stuff in your body. It's not no no it's not you no know, you still get the amount of the good stuff in your body. It's just the uh, so like all these other downers we have before linger in your body a little longer. And um, they linger even after you stop feeling the effects, so you do not get, like, metabolically addictive. Xanax, that shit is, like, fucking out of you in, like, six hours. And, like, in, like your body, like, is going to be craving that. So Valium, you stop feeling the effects until in six hours, but it leaves your body in, like, 20 hours. So, like, the metabolism is trying to reset itself. And, uh... Meep Sheep is getting his Bachelor of Science to gain a richer understanding of these uh, complex chemicals and how they so interact mentor, with the body. My mentor at the university, what her, what she does mostly is she experiments with uh, giving rats cocaine. Oh yeah, I know this study, and the rats would fucking hit that shit. The rats love cocaine. They like it. She used to work at the University of Washington, and back there she was giving them, uh, like, basically, no, not even basically. She was giving them the chemicals we use in uh, chemical weapons, and apparently the the rats like cocaine a lot more than they like chemical weapons. They will suck on that cocaine like there's no tomorrow. And you know what I noticed about rats is, or uh, not about rats, but people that use cocaine is they are rat-like people. They even look like like rats. They're hunched over. They're fucking... Exactly pointy, like my boss. Like a pointy-faced fucking triangular person, just a rat person, right? Yeah, yeah. Fucking, yeah, dude, rat people are fucking nasty. It's super nasty. Like a shaky gut on your uh, 
the uh, pick for your show right here with the uh, uh, buck teeth or whatever that looks like she's uh, on Maury or whatever. Yeah, she probably lost that whole lip to cocaine like a fucking rat. Mm-hmm. Putting it up under her gums. Putting it, yeah, that's disgusting. I hate that shit. Like, why would you want to feel like you're at the dentist? Oh, it's my teeth are numb. I can't think my... Oh, yeah, it's tingling. Yeah, that's fine. It's just... That's some bad... You know, I mean, it's... Again, I've done cocaine. I've had... It's okay sometimes. It could be a hoot and a holler. My grandfather liked the stuff back in the 60s. Like Johnny Cash liked him a shot of cocaine, and he chewed a woman down. He would. Yeah, he would. As a matter of fact, uh, Roy Hogstead actually wrote that song in the 30s. My great-grandmother... Uh, who was born in like ninth? She died uh, a month after Ashford did. Actually, that was a hard time for me. She's the coolest old woman you're, and you ever meet in your life. She's ninety four. She smoked pot with you. She told what Las Vegas was like in the forties and shit. She had, like had some fond memories of cocaine. That's like, whatever you know. That's like cool. And you had some, you had a, you had a good time, but like these people who are like doing it every day compulsively and stuff. I don't understand that. You can at least get addicted to amphetamines and it'll last a lot longer. This uh, rat-faced woman here, uh, she's done so much cocaine that she's more. She resembles a skull more than, uh, more than like more a, than human. a human. Yeah, yeah. She's more uh, invocative of death, really, than of life. Yeah, yeah. I guess it's a metaphor for the cocaine problem. We don't know that she uses cocaine, but she looks like one of those rat-faced coke people. She looks like she's using a lot of... You know, actually, she's probably using a lot of uh, what in the South you'd refer to as pain pills. Yeah, but that, and there's something going on with her makeup. I think she's using it for makeup. Yeah, like... yeah, she's actually... She's not... She's partially ingesting the Oxycontin, but some of it she's crushing up. Some of it she's crushing up and smoking off a tinfoil... And some of it's just crushing up and rubbing on her face uh, for aesthetic purposes. And if she, and if in the next room she hears the sounds of what might be something crushing up, she makes that face and she's looking in the direction. Like, where did that come from? I don't think she's making that face and looking in the direction. I think she's there already. <laughs> she's looking at the next person like, are you ready to do this again? So, I like, like I said, I removed all the painkillers from this house already. Partially uh, because I made a quick buck selling them, and I know my stepfather, who was prescribed them and did not take them and left them behind, would not mind. He also so he left me um, he left me a number of writings of uh, Don of oh no Carlos uh, Castaneda, if you're familiar with the dude. What did he write? Carlos Castaneda. So his big book here is um, Journey to the Ixlan: The Lessons of Don Juan. And he wrote about, so he writes about peyote and mushrooms. And this came out in like the 20s or something. And it was like kind of a big, it was like a kind of like a big introduction to psychedelic literature to a lot of people. And half of what he wrote is complete horseshit. Um, but either way, it's like, it's kind of an honor to be leftist. Yeah, that's cool. Um, uh, I forget what I was getting at, but anyway. You take like, a peyote button and read the good half. You take like fucking five of them and read the good half. But anyway. Um, so I sold all the dudes painkillers already because uh, I know my mom did not know where they were he told me where they were when he was alive and I think that gives enough uh, reason for me to um, remove them and sell them in his honor 
and also to remove them to prevent my mom from using them. Um, Here's another but, thing uh, about anyway. that ugly fucking... Is when this chick is around with her fucking buck teeth coming down under from underneath her gnashing fucking lips, how am I supposed to have a good time with that in the room? Like, how am yeah, I supposed really- to enjoy my drugs when this fucking mess is, is here? She's got- That's how I feel a lot. Let me tell you, speaking of peyote, I never, I probably never on this show at least, shared the experience at the time I took peyote and went to South Padre Island. Are you familiar with where that is? Dude, this is like a Norm MacDonald appearance. You, you've got so a South story Padre- about Sa- San Padre and uh, El Camino. It's this little island right off the very, very, very southern tip of Texas. So this is just on a routine trip down to McAllen, my fucking stomping grounds down there on the border and shit. Me and my, I took uh, some of my fucking gringo friends down there for the first time. And uh, so we, were, we went and harvested the peyote. Uh, that night we went to a Longhorn Steakhouse. I puked in the Longhorn Steakhouse. And I puked up a bunch of steak and cactus bits. I think I heard and, about uh, you puking we, at the Longhorn. Yeah, it was a good time. We stayed up all night doing more peyote and watching all of Mission Hill. Um, and then, uh, so we're hunt- on our second day hind peyote. We're going to South Padre. And uh, so we totally, I mean, I guess we didn't forget. Like, what, it was during spring break. Um, so we went to South Padre. The teddies were high out. High on the second day during spring break. And, you know, we were down there to get fucked up and have a good time. And so we drove down there. And first of all, my fucking friend, P-Money, who I mentioned earlier. And first of, all, second, first of all, shout out to P-Money. This is the man who, like, this is a dude who has facilitated a lot of my Ellerich shenanigans, like, behind the scenes. Um, so shout out to this dude. But he was driving. He almost drove us into Mexico until I noticed that, like, the sign on the side of the road said that the Mexican government prohibits the importation of firearms. So then we figured out a way to turn around what we could and got back on the right track to San Padre. We get down to South Padre, and if you're familiar with Dante's Inferno, um, that's exactly what I experienced going into South Padre. If you're going to run any guns through through these roads, you got to be with the CIA or the, pay, no, the paper that, house agency. The South Padre was like so. Again, we were. This was our second day high on peyote, um, tripping dick. Day two. Uh, I, was, I was going down for a good time. We were all having like. We were up all night. We watched all, like, 13-whatever episodes of Mission Hill. You ever watch Mission Hill? Yeah, you're some good old boys. You stayed up all night. Now you're looking for a good time. We're looking for a good time, and we go down there, and what we find is every fucking half a block, someone is either having a seizure, puking, getting arrested, whatever. Twitching, it was, flopping around, fucking sweating profusely. It was literally what hell would look like. People uh, um, writhing in agony, screaming, "Why is it happening to me? It wasn't supposed to happen." Like, well, yeah, and we get, we eventually find a place to park. We go out on the beach. Everyone is like having, like, people are so, like, <laughs> we're fucked up. We're look, we're fucked up. We're looking to get fucked up. We're looking to have a good time. Everyone's we're languishing in fucking up. agony I mean, around you. Agony and like, <laughs> like screaming and like, and it was, it was just scary. Uh. That's fucking funny, man. People are fucking wailing and puking and crying. 
<laughs> that's how they describe yeah, hell. You're down on under the lake of fire yeah. with people screaming and writhing around, all and twisted up. In, in, so let me tell you something about West Texas. In West Texas, it's a little hard to find marijuana. Marijuana, it's a little illegal in Texas. You know, you can find it, but it's, like, to find, we already had an ounce of Reggie about the night before. If you smoke a whole blunt of it to the face, you get a little high, but like that's it. So we're looking, you know, we're looking for some what you call, what you would refer, refer to down there as dro. And down in West Texas, everyone and their fucking cousin has coke and bars. It's and it's always it's like it's like this. It's I when I spell it out, I write it C O K E N B A R S because it's the same thing. Yeah, coke and bars. Coke. What do you want, baby? You want bars? You want cocaine? We got Kogan bars, um, but to find weed, so oh, I'm gonna lay on my homeboy. I got some dro and whatever. Like, but like we're just we're just trying to find some marijuana, and we spent all day on the beach looking up and down, and all these people are, drunk, are like high out of their mind. Not just not just drunk, high out of their minds, and like whatever the fuck they I guess Kogan bars and whatever else the fuck they're on, and puking like seizures and episodes and shit. We on Kogan bars. Having seizures, getting sick, getting arrested. Is your mom? Sorry, uh, my mom came at 2 a.m. Does she want to be on the show? Hello. Hey, what's up? Is this the mom? Yeah, hello. Hello, mom? Yes, hello. Hi, hi. We're just checking in on you. Heard uh, you were mixing a little of this and a little of that. We just wanted to check and make sure you're breathing. Heard you got a. Uh, you were going ham earlier tonight. He had to take away the liquor. Oh, he's gone now. Uh, Mom did not like the sudden third degree grilling. <laughs> she wakes up at. Oh my god, this fucking sound. Way too loud. Holy shit. Dude, you guys were chomping at the bit to call in. You can't fucking wait a second to talk to old Hate Sack. That was a full length interview with, uh, with Meep Sheep. We got the, you know, I actually really enjoyed his stories. Those are fucking funny. Those are very funny stories. Um, let's see here. People, people will draw pictures in the IRC chat with Assy. Look, man, we covered a lot of ground. Uh, the UK general election thing. I, I, I feel for you guys, but you fucking deserve it because you laughed at us. For all this shit, okay? And I'll tell you, it, it, it really does snap back. Um, because it's not going to be long now before the entire country is jerking off to the president. And by that I mean Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. That Won't that be empowering for the nation? For, uh, for everybody to be jerking off to the president? I mean, that's going to be fucking sexy, right? Have you guys ever jerked off to Melania Trump? You ever jerk off to the first lady? Those were fucking sexy pictures. I thought they were super hot. I thought she was uh, she was a real dime piece, if you don't mind my saying so. She was a real tall drink of water, man. She got her hand over her pussy, but you could still kind of see it. Your mom came in and told you what time it is, meep sheep. Well, tell her it's time to listen to this graphic description of the first lady's... Um, naked fucking body and then there's that other picture where she was laying uh she was laying 
Meep Sheep's mom, um, Monkey Touches, says, I thought you lived on your own. Where the heck are you, dude? Meep Sheep says, I do. I think his mom is staying with him. Meep Sheep's mommy mommy is just visiting. Um, oh, yeah, his stepdad died, so he's chilling at home, holding down the fort. He's being a good son, taking care of his mommy. What a sweetheart. Meep Sheep is a sweetheart and a good storyteller. I enjoyed those stories a lot. I look forward to uh, jerking off to the president with him one day. Mutual masturbation, looking in the same direction. 350 million citizens all jerking off in perfect unison to Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. She's every bit as sexy as her policies. And if you listen to what she's saying, and uh, I mean, you see that she's participating in uh, shit that she's actually involved in and... and She's exposing some some horse shit. Hopefully she won't be a a corporate monster by the time we get to vote for her as a president. Tulsi Gabbard. Which one was the one that got shot? Is she running? Gabby Gifford? I thought she was running. I would, uh... Look, man. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is super fucking hot. And she has one of those boyfriends that... He has a beard and he plays video games back at the apartment he's not you know she's passionate about what she does he's trying to get fucking whatever the new call of duty is he's prestiging losing all his weapons gaining prestige and uh he's tired of fucking her you know it's too much pressure the whole country loves her he has to fuck her that is too much pressure dude fucking a a lady that like everybody it's like, I know how to fuck her better. Uh, she's a sweetheart. And she cares about people. Uh, would I rather have Tulsi or an AOC? I don't know. I haven't seen Tulsi. Let me look her up real quick. I gotta see what she looks like. I've seen uh, Tulsi Gabbard husband. Let's look at her husband next. Yeah, she's pretty cute. Well, here's the thing, right? Why not both? At the same time. I'm talking... President, vice president, I don't give a fuck who's in charge. I just want, I want that picture, you know? I, I, if I was a teacher, I would keep that picture up at the front of the room. Being like, here's number one, here's number two. I got copies. And uh, I would objectify the, and you know what, why not? Just, they're both first lady. They don't even get, we're not going to call them president, AOC and Gabby. We're going to call them uh, First Lady still. We're going to keep the First Lady term. Just to be hurtful. Just to, because we're grotesque and that's what we want to do. Okay? Shout out to Domer. You're special. And AOC would uh, just fuck her stupid boyfriend while he's playing Call of Duty. Monkey Touches is describing in the chat uh, a kind of bored and ignored fantasy. Um, why not, dude? Yeah, sure. I'll jerk off to both of them. Who cares? Great statesman. Um, at least they have lips that cover their fucking teeth. You know what I mean? This chick has a sliver of a tooth. That doesn't qualify as a tooth, man. That's not gonna. That's not gonna chomp into anything. That's gonna break off or bend. Or you're gonna get something stuck in it. It's gonna spear a, a piece of corn. And you'll look like a, like an old, 1920s cartoon. 
She already looks like a cartoon. Who is this woman? I mean, I've seen the picture before, but who is she? Who is this? This Is this Madam Tulsi? <laughs> Madam Tulsi? Um, no, we're talking about Gabby Gifford. She was the one that got shot in the head. And then everybody was like, oh, it's so sad. She got shot in the head, and it was. I'm not saying it wasn't. Meep Sheep says, when Tulsi doesn't get elected president next year, I'm going to write her and tell her that she has love and support out here in Colorado. And uh, Monkey touches, says, hey man, Rat Lady probably gives some very unique blowjobs. Well, that's what I was saying earlier. How is she? How does she get the lip over those chompers? She doesn't have enough lip. She's got all that real estate to cover, dude. Where are her lips going? That can't be her real teeth. That's not her real teeth, is it? Look at that. Uh, it's just a sliver hanging down. But actually, you know what? I felt... I, I, I remember this girl in college that had one of her teeth, like the, the... If she smiled real wide, I could see these gaps in her teeth. And um, it was not unsexy. It was actually kind of charming because I think little imperfections are kind of uh, nice, you know, if they're not grotesque and they're actually cute. And they were. But she did have one tooth that was like a little skinny. I was like, why is that one so skinny? Like, what happened there? Why does it look like a little fucking sick anemic tooth? And she smoked, so it was like she was never going to have good breath anyway, but it was never... Like, the smoking really overpowers any bad breath, and it just becomes smoker's breath. But, uh... It's, it's disgusting. And, uh... You're disgusting people for kissing those mouths. But we do it anyway, don't we? Especially if they're new. It's like, who gives a fuck? You are what you are, baby. Let's just do this thing. You know what I'm saying? You're a rat lady. I'm a man in need. I got some methamphetamine somewhere on me. I bet you could find it. Smoking makes you cool. This chick could smoke. Dude, she could plug a joint in between those teeth. And just keep it there, poking out of her fucking no lips. And walk around sucking on it like Skeletor. Uh, Meep Sheep believes that his mom's bitchy friend told her to come yell at me. You see, I get people in trouble. Ever since I was a little kid, I would get people in trouble, dude. Starting fires. We would set fires. For no fucking reason. Hey, let's go set a fire at the church. Wouldn't that be fun? Wouldn't that be fun? I'll be the rat person. And I, and I got two... I got two of my young friends out. Starting fires in the woods. Uh, just uh, poisoning my friendships. One at a time. With my bad ideas, my toxic energy. Getting them to do bad things. I would get people in trouble, man. Uh, on the last show, I was telling people that, uh, like, even when I was five years old, like, other kids would get in trouble because they didn't tell on me. Like, what the fuck you want from me? You know? Why are you riding my ass all the time? But it was, uh, I was inevitably, uh, <laughs> I was the common denominator whenever kids would get in trouble and stuff, and, uh, you know, what could I say? Where Whatever followed me was crime and uh, um, a lot of theft. Some violence, but not that much. 
because I, I got Taekwondo when I was really young, and it kind of taught me um, to respect and, and not hit and and things like that. Uh, it takes a lot of restraint, a lot of discipline, not to let confrontations get physical, you know, especially as they get hotter and hotter and the people are up in your face and shit. But uh, twice I, I did attack people in school. I would fucking flip out on people. Like this kid was behind me one time. And he was being shitty. And he was like, he was like starting the beginning stages of bullying that begins with poking or something. And I remember thinking in the back of my mind, no way am I going to let this um, piece of shit come up on me like get some satisfaction out of out of fucking with me i was like he he does he doesn't know what he was fucking with and i i i snapped i turned around and i jumped in the air and i punched down at him like i wanted to punch him down like the piece of shit that he was and and so he he goes back into the wall and i give him two or three more like in the jaw and then i'm like all right that's enough and uh, I basically walked myself to the in-school suspension room, and um, I, I that was a uh, that was fun. I liked, dude. I what I loved about that was being stuck at a little desk, like, and they bring my homework to me. Like this is fucking perfect. This is this is what it should have been all along. Fuck you. You want these worksheets done? Put me in a little room. I'll knock him out. By 10 a.m., I'm bullshitting with the, the guy at the front of the room. Shit is cool again. It was, like, way better, dude. It was way better than regular school. And I went there a couple more times because I, I, would, I would cuss the teachers out and shit, and it was, like, the end of the world for some reason. Like, I, uh, I called my teacher a fat ass or something. Her name was Miss Lineberger, and I called her Miss Hamburger. And, uh, yeah, Meep Sheep in the chat says, I loved ISS. I think it's pretty... Universal that in school suspension is way fucking better than sitting through a lecture and just waiting for the worksheet anyway, knowing you're not going to learn shit. And uh, I called her a fat ass under my breath. This kid next to me, right? He looks over at me and he goes, I heard that. I said, Good. He goes, I'm telling her. I said, Then tell her. And I, I think I called him a name or something. Like, I called him a butthole. I said, you know, tell, you fucking tell her then. And so it was, uh, because I, I was, like, defiant about it. Like, they made sure that my ISS was extra shitty. Like, I I was removed from school for three days. Got a nasty phone call from my grandpa. Um, and then when I went back, I had two weeks of ISS. And the whole time I was in there, this dude, uh, he was, like, a drill sergeant or something before he became a teacher. Anybody that came in. They were like, who's this kid? He's a nice kid. He says, don't talk to him. He'll cuss you out. Don't don't get near him. He'll cuss you out. And that was so fucking funny to me. Like, it was, the whole thing was cartoonish. I loved it. It felt like I belonged there. Um, Meep Sheep says, uh, one time he went to ISS because uh, he asked a teacher. Uh, she asked, he asked a teacher if she hated me because I was black. And um, Meep Sheep, in case you couldn't tell, is not black. He's Pacific Islander. And uh, this was controversial at the time. This was like uh, 
when he said the N-word on the show. So um, he went to ISS, and he, and he loved it because it's much better than regular school. ISS is where the cool kids go. Oh, he's Mexican. Now, you see, Meep Sheep, that was actually the Rick Shapiro joke that, that I was trying to tell you, where the whole room, the audience pulled back, right? Was uh, He was saying that, like, it's not racist to call a Mexican a, a N-word. And, uh, and a silence fell over the room where it, you know, well, the thing is, is, like, it was funny a while ago, too, and his delivery in this particular instance was, like, a little bit phoned in, like, here's my next joke, you know. I don't I don't think he was even, he meant anything by it. It was just so rote at that point. Um, really funny stuff here. We are splitting the comedy atom right now. Let's, let's call it, let's, let's see what else we have to do. We're going to recap the show and close out after the third fucking hour of this shit. I should almost apologize for a three-hour show. I've lost my voice. I, I, I'm already jerking off to Alexandria. We're going to arm black America, uh, but not Meep Sheep. Finland. See, they don't, they get their old people out. They don't, they don't give a fuck, dude. Like, they'll just elect a bunch of young hot chicks because these previous motherfuckers are, they're incompetent. Fucking out with them. We're done. You know, you don't get to be old in parliament over here. You guys are you guys are out. These new hot young chicks are cool. They're gonna do some some shit that's uh, like more in the greater good. You guys with your forty years of gross incompetence can stop giving yourself raises now. Go fuck yourself. We should do it like them, you know. Just uh, whoever's in, just fucking vote them out. They're not they're not helping. I can guarantee you they're not helping. Whoever's in, out with them. They're not fucking helping. If if 35 is the minimum, then shoot for 35, man. Fuck these old fucking fossils that, that are connected to every tentacle on the octopus by now. Get some super hot young fucking blonde chicks doing the job. You know, it's good enough. They can be news anchors, dude. Let them be the fucking president, you know? Maybe they'll actually finally uh, do something about global warming. Can't wait to marry two Mexican girls and produce more Latino Americans. Good on you, Meep Sheep. Can't wait to announce their their names here on the program. Uh, don't tolerate incompetence, okay? Even in your shitty little Latino babies. If they're incompetent, dude, you just got to take them out to the desert and let them fend for themselves. It's better that than, than leaving them with you. The... Uh, I want to finish that story and then go. The guy that fucking um, that got ripped out of that room at the party I was at, where I met the congressman. I was like 18 years old. It's my first real party, and I end up meeting a fucking human trafficker. Um, there's uh, so this guy gets ripped out of there. Right? It's not the end of the night for him, just because he. He gets pulled away from some wet-wet. His name was Justin, and I was playing video games with my friends a couple weeks after this. It was it was one of those parties that just went way too hard, fucking, and uh, we didn't hang out for a little while after that. And uh, I was I was playing FIFA with them, just clicking the sticks, you know, fucking, 
not really talking that much, and I break the silence with, uh, "So whatever happened to Justin? I don't. I he's not. He's usually right here yelling at the TV with us." And uh, they got quiet, and my friend Adam said, "Oh, Justin, you didn't know." I was like, no, why? He goes, that night we all took acid. Justin barricaded himself in his room. Uh, finally, we broke into his room after like three and a half hours of silence from him to see what, what ended up happening with him. He was still awake. The lights were on. He was on his bed. He had every stuffed animal, for some reason from his childhood, was in this goddamn fraternity house or whatever the fuck kind of style of living they had going on. And in the room, he had spread them around in a semicircle himself. He did this himself. And put himself on trial in the bed. So he's in the bed, he's taking the stand, and he's confronting all the uh, stuffed animals in the room. And he's coming to, to terms with it. It's like fucking Kafka right now. They uh, They attempt to snap him out of it fucking... They tried to take him to the Waffle House or something. I don't know what happened, but he ended up like fighting them off and um, getting away from them. And the very next day, he signed he signed on with the Army recruiter. He went down to the recruiter's office, and uh, he joined the fucking Marines. And we never heard from him again. That's Justin. He said, may the best man win, James, as he had his arm around that child prostitute, taking her upstairs, throwing his head back, laughing. <laughs> Freaked out on LSD, put himself on trial, and uh, and then joined the fucking military. So like, what was the verdict? Was that guilty or not guilty? Or is that like, quit fucking around in college, which is going to lead to nothing? And uh, just go join them. Nobody knows. He did, he did it on his own, and we fucking never saw him again. One less FIFA player. And then uh, everybody got into cocaine, and uh, the friendships were no more. I'm Hate Sec. You're listening to Radio Hate. Uh, it's been three solid fucking hours, and we're done. My voice is done. I'm sorry to everyone that had to hear this, uh, including my neighbors. The first time I ever tried Special K, I watched the Rugrats episode, The Trial. All right, I think we'll we'll close out on that. We never got to talk about gym teachers who play with their balls while the whole class is going on, but uh, we'll save that for next time. I am uh, pleased to announce the creation of the poll that is uh, about to happen. You guys can vote on your favorite. Fucking uh, troll of the year. Was it Meep Sheep? Was it, uh, was it that mysterious one that I can't talk about? Or was it not, Dan? I'm Hate Sack. Go fuck yourselves. Get the fuck out of here. I love you. And good night. And, oh, and fuck you. See, man is a rather dismal creature. Why not? Look around. You'll see what's there. Fear. And frightened people who kill what they can't understand.